season show presented by impulse media we rearranged a little bit today sitting across from me is the boss the big man jeffrey keeble himself yo what up happy to be here happy to be here mm-hmm. did you do crossfit today no i did not so we're, we're feeling better today rest day rest day Yeah, i learned my lesson all right to his <laughs> left is the voice the face the man the myth the legend mr tito labine i'm sorry but did you stop at mcdonald's is that what that is right there yes it is <laughs> full rest day full rest day <laughs> you know what you know what i don't feel as bad because the reason why i'm late is because i stopped at mcdonald's <laughs> uh, our guest tonight sitting to my right multi-time winner multi-time champion and the only other father-son duo um, that I would say is actively professionally competing in short course, Rodney and Owen Vanipperin. Welcome to the show, boys. Yeah, thank you, CJ. That was uh, quite the introduction. Now you're really putting the pressure on me, but uh, excited <laughs> yeah. to be here. This is cool. I've been hearing yeah. about it a lot. I got to start listening. Yeah, and and our final one down on the end, the reigning MAO Pro Stock Champ, Mr. Owen Vanipperin. How are you, sir? Oh, good. How are you guys? It's... uh. It's race season. We're leaving in a couple days for the first race of the year. So, first race of the year, KOH. I think we're all going to be there, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking I didn't. News. I didn't even know that was. I was going to ask him about it when we got here, and then Jeffrey uh, yep. threw it out there right from the get go. So, you guys are going to KOH. Yeah, we're just actually going out there to you know Ultra Four. We're going to test some Ultra Four stuff, and uh, I'm going to ride co-pilot with Carson Atkins. So, kind of excited. Got to know him a little <laughs> bit. And he's he's a great kid. I love him and his dad. So, uh, a little guess- bit nervous to see how that goes, but uh, <laughs> he's wild. He, he lets her happen. Don't he? <laughs> <laughs> Did he build a new car? No, I think it's one of your old ones. It was the very first yeah. one that we built for Hammers. The one that it was originally 64 inch. Um, the white one, I th- I sold it for, I think, uh, five grand, like as is. And he came and drove from, where is he from? Tennessee? Tennessee, I think yeah. you're on that And area. came and picked it up. And oh, he's yeah. been racing it since, just like patching it back together as he goes. <laughs> he runs Ultra 4 and very competitive. But um, are you guys going to r- bring your R-Maxes with as well? Yeah, just one of them. We're just kind of working on suspension stuff, you know. Um, Gary from G-Force is going to be out there helping us a little bit. And uh, do that. We'll do some pre-running with uh, Carson. And then we, we actually got a pre-runner, too. A, another YXZ, a 24. So Nice. Did you put long travel on it? What you, was that? You didn't run long travel on it and everything? Yeah, it's got. I think it's got some longer arms on it. it we're just messing around with it. It's, yeah. it's nothing real serious. Something to go out in the rocks and test some stuff. And, you know, we're hoping to do that race maybe next year. But if we're going to do it, we're going to take it legit and start like a year ahead of time instead <laughs> of starting a month before the race. Dude, you, have, you have no idea. So last week we talked about it a little bit. Yes. Um, this this transmission seal, this tranny seal, tranny seal, tranny seal, Trans-Siberian. <laughs> We're talking about the tranny seal here. I just well, about the Morkstras. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on our fourth attempt to get this seal and it wouldn't be KOH without, without this happening. So I'm running the same car I ran last year. So I'm like, Oh, it's going to be no big deal. Mm-hmm. Right. We're going to prep this thing. It'll take me like a week or two to prep it. No big deal. So 
we end up, we're putting a tranny cooler, some odds and ends on them, and we're putting them back together. My dad's car, one of the seals had like a little nick in it. So I'm like, I'll be nice. Give that, uh, take my cover and seal, put it in my dad's car because his needs to get finished. So we'll put that thing together. It hasn't been ran or raced or anything, um, and it won't be a big deal. So I order the seal the first week. And the parts fish, you know how yeah. uh, know know how it works. There's, they give you a parts fish in the diagram and all the numbers and part numbers. So I order the part numbers that are on the numbers, and two of the wrong things show up. And I'm like, <laughs> God damn it! I'm like, I must have ordered the wrong thing. So I go on, I bring up the parts fish, all the part numbers line up with exactly what I ordered. I'm like, Are you kidding me? So I take a picture of it and I send it to my guys at the race department and players. So I'm like something isn't lining up here. Like these numbers look like they have the description of the right seal, but don't have the right part numbers. And they're like, yeah, something's wrong. So they send me the part numbers to order. So I order those. So yesterday a box shows up and it's got seals in it. I'm like, oh, perfect. We're finally going to be able to put this thing back together. And mind you, I leave, we leave on Saturday. Yeah. So, um, I'm like, oh, they're here. I take it out. It's the other seals for the tranny cover, no, not the ones I need. Oh, no, it gets worse. Dude. It gets worse. So today the same box comes and I'm like, oh, this is perfect. This has got to be the one. And they, uh, Polaris actually gives you the description of what's in it, like on like a sticker. So you don't actually have to unbox it. And it has the proper description, the part number and everything lined up. And I'm like, oh, thank the Lord. I can put my car back together. Right. I pull it out of the box. I pull out the seal and it's in the pa plastic package still. It's the wrong seal packaged in the proper oh. part number and bag and box that I need. So you sound just oh like all my, my parts guys. God. <laughs> he sounds just like our, our parts guys. They're never wrong. Dude, <laughs> the moral of the story is you did nothing wrong, right? I even sent it to them and I'm like, this is the part number you asked me to order, right? They're like, yeah, we don't know what's going on. And you're like, legit. And I had, I ordered two of them so that I had a yeah. spare. Both of them are the wrong seal in the package and it's sealed and everything with the part number and the proper description and everything on it. And they're like, we've never seen this ever in our life. Like this, this is our third attempt or fourth attempt yeah. now to get it. They're like, we actually have some unpackaged ones here in the race department. We're just going to overnight them to you in a box so that you get them. But I'm like, Hopefully they come because, you know, otherwise I'm just going to push it in the trailer, I guess. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> that happens more than you think. I mean, I'd love to say that that was just a Polaris thing that never happens with Yamaha, but um, <laughs> I can imagine. I've never really been been down that road or been a part of that side of it, but it, it's it's been a pain in the butt. How were you able to hold your composure? Did you, did you like, I did you kind of cry a little bit? Did you, yeah. did you <laughs> like, like a one or no? Or were you just like, I was mind blown. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was just in like utter awe of like, are you kidding me? And even they were, they're like, you couldn't even script this. You like, you legitly could not script this I, attempt. I'm like, does this seal actually exist? I'd be Is so mad. Somewhere? I'd be so mad. I'm like, I'm like, are you like actively trying to like, just <laughs> fuck this up? Like that would be, cause it's what it seems like. Like you're going out of your way, like to mess with me. And, and the, the worst know. thing about it is it doesn't even come from them. Right. They're just in the race oh, department. Yeah, so I'm guess just so. banking on them. To I guess so. Tell me if it's right or wrong or what I got to do to actually get yeah. the right one. Right. You should have, so. you should have emailed them. Like, so who's getting fired? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, so his year, what's his name? Last year at KOH, you got out there, did pre-running, and on qualifying, what, you had a bad batch of axles, right? Yeah, it, well, that's what we thought. And then come to find out, there, there's this PTO, it's called, it's in the tranny, and yeah. it's going, it's the same thing the Yamahas yeah. have, that clutch pack clutch in the pack. front. And we never even knew it was there. And they, the, that was the first time we've raced a, a Pro-R. Well, that car that I raced happened to, I 
used it for um, a couple like of those Red Bull scrambles and some random stuff just to get some time on a Pro R. Well, here to come to find out, they had a problem with the PTLs on them yeah. that the nut was backing off. So later, when we took it apart, we're like, all right, we took it apart. The nut was finger loose on it. Like I literally took it off no. my fingers. So it never had front, full front wheel drive. That would probably our answer of why it broke the rear axle so fast is it probably never yeah. had full commitment to the front wheels oh. anyways. That, I thought you wrecked the front <laughs> clutch pack when the axle went out, but it probably induced it. Yeah, and that's yeah. It, one or the other. I know we say commitment. I know, I know, it's hard. <laughs> I know it's hard on that side of the table. We're going to throw Owen in on it, too. Yeah. 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 That's the real C word. Yeah. It's commitment. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're a little scared of it over there. But then, so you started last, and where were you up to in the first half of the race? Because I remember... You were coming through the pack pretty good, right? Yeah, we passed 63 cars on the first lap. We started 116th, and we were fifth on corrected time. Damn. And, what? Yeah. Wow. That's impressive with all the traffic and stuff. And all that, the dust, yeah. yeah. I tell you what, I told Devin at one point sitting in the car, I'm like, we're like going along this street, and we can see at this point for like the first time, I was like, if there ever becomes a point that you're actually scared in here, <laughs> just tell me. Like, I, <laughs> 63 cars later, hey man. Yeah. <laughs> if you're scared, now's the time. No, like legit, because we hit so many bushes in so many ditches because we couldn't see. Yeah. We'd just be like going along, all of a sudden it'd just be like, <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, track goes a little left. <laughs> like, somewhere, because we're not on it at this yeah. point. And, we got done. Well, we ran the first lap, came into the first um, turkey claw or chicken claw or whatever turkey kind of claw, claw yeah. you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> the first rock section at the end of the first lap. And we hit this like little tiny rock and it goes, and we just turned sideways. And he said, I stopped. And I looked at him. He's like, you in four wheel drive? I'm like, yeah, I'm in four wheel drive. And I'm trying to go over it. And we spun a circle around <laughs> it. I'm like, oh, this, this yeah. ain't going to work. And we came in. And what's really funny is like probably halfway through the first lap or maybe even a quarter of the way in the first lap we smelt hot tranny fluid and this mm -hmm. this ptl is in the tranny and with the the tranny fluid and we're like oh one of these cars in front of us is really <laughs> <laughs> really hot. like you smell that and like halfway or three quarters oh, of the way through the first shit. lap we're still smelling it and Devin's like you think that's us? <laughs> that, that's kind of like when we're chasing you guys down in Shark Course and I can smell burnt belt and I'm like, I'm going to back off because it's I can smell go. the belt. It's going, it's going. And then it never goes. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You're a pro stock every race out of the overfill, smoking like crazy. And even like you watch the broadcast and the announcers are like, oh, CJ's smoking more and more as the race goes on. But nothing ever happens. It gets to the finish line. Yeah, <laughs> like, other than Crandon. Other than Crandon. Up at Crandon oh, yeah. Every, yeah. Uh, every weekend I blew a crank, or, uh, yeah, crank bearing out at Crandon. Did you so. see me sitting there at the finish line too when you like blew everything you just sat there? I was like... <laughs> I threw my hands up. I was like, bro. Like, I went like this, and the guy's like waving the white flag. <laughs> That's two both races, spring yeah. and yeah. fall, was the white flag in Pro Stock. It just didn't want it. It, it just didn't yeah. want to finish. But you know who did want it? Oh, no. Oh, he got it. Oh, he got it. Oh, he got it. I was just waiting. Oh, got it. It was solid Sunday. So, what's on the agenda for next year? Are you gonna Are you going to defend your, your title at MAO? They seem to have a good purse for MAO, anyway. Yeah. They. Raise the purse a little bit this year, which is super helpful for us going all the way out there and stuff. But that's the plan right now is to do, well, we were going to do five races of Ultra 4, but they interfere with, 
interfere with a bunch of champ races. So we're only going to do, I think, two of them, right? Yeah, I think Rush, Kentucky, and then Falkland. Yeah, and then MAO went down to five races this year. It was seven what, last the, year. Is that what they were? I thought I saw on the list that it looked a lot shorter. Yeah, there's it's all at MAO. They had that Wheatland one that's gone, and then cut one out. And uh, then, yeah, but now there's eight champ races. So right. that adds a little bit. And then, yeah, I think that's yeah, all I mean, kind eight, of as Eight right champ, now. two ultra four, um, KOH. KOH, yeah. And then the Vegas uh, thing, maybe. What with Scotty? Yeah, you going? Heck no! Come on, come on, <laughs> going. You get no money to show up. There's no rules. The only rule is fuel, and you're gonna race against Cannon Baker with a big no, turbo and no, traction no, control. No, is Cannon no. racing? Yes. No, he's not. No, he's not. Yeah. No, he's not. Did he's not? Miller's back out or someone? I don't know. Originally, they said they Vegas. were. He can't Vegas race that thing anyway. Yeah, he can't run a Motec. You see, it's champ rules with more octane. Scotty told me the only rule was octane. No. Is that, that Vegas Torino? No, uh, no, 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 no. He's trying to do his own race, Scotty. Oh, Jesus well, well, Christ. Well, it's, it's oh. part of Nitro Cross. Oh, okay. Okay. So, originally, when, when we were talking about it, the only rule he told me was Octane. And he, I was like, no way. No way I'm coming. He said champ rules and he was going to give a little Octane so people's cars were safe. But <laughs> 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 Obviously, this is for side-by-side. Yeah. Well, it's a yes. Nitro Cross, which has the rally cars yep, that Pastrana yep. does. And it's the track is literally right in front of Planet Hollywood and right next to the F1 garage in the Spear. So it's a cool location that that they got going on that for us, it attracts a lot of attention being right next in, yep. in Vegas. And Dana White's involved in the series and stuff. So yeah, regardless of the money that we could make or lose, probably most likely lose. But but it's good exposure for us and in that. So it's uh something that we're interested in. But it's oh. March first and second. So we'll oh, see. You, yeah. you go. It was, it's going. four Polaris's, four Can Ams and four Yamas. Manufacture shootout. Like F one style, two people to a team. You take your two finishes of your team you and your teammate and then there's a manufacturer purse at the end. Big he, knows, purse. he knows way more about oh, it. I'm trying to sell him on it because yeah. I, th I think he needs to be in it. <laughs> he won't be there. My, he asked my dad as well, and my dad laughed. He's like, there ain't no way. Ain't no way. It's going to cost us 10 grand to get there. Yeah. Damn. All the way out to Vegas and 12 or stuff That's there. That's what you go ask players for, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let me add that to my list. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I can't even get a part number. I'm trying to get a seal. <laughs> I'm trying to get a seal, man. Like, don't push us. Don't push us. Oh, fuck. Uh, so we've been talking about um, Champ and the different tracks and what would make different tracks stick out more than others. And I think we have, I was at Lena a couple weeks ago. And they're going to put in a joker. They're going to change the track a little bit. Um, a, a few small changes. Is that official official? They're down to do it. Okay. But the only thing nobody knows is if Champ will allow it. So it's definitely a joker, not a split lane. Not a split lane. <laughs> no, I no, think no, they no. should do a split lane. Yeah, they've never done that. That'd be cool. Huh? <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> took me a second. <laughs> but, so you'll come out of turn one. And they're going to alter turn one and where it goes after that. I'm, I'm going to leave that for them to tell. But And then when you come out, it's going to go right through like that, that water truck lane. And it's going to fade back onto the back straightaway. And you'll miss the whole 180 in the middle. Gotcha. 
I, I think I'm, I'm up for it. I mean, I think it's a good idea. The one thing we got to worry about, remember, remember when we did the ice race? Where it came back together. Where they come back together needs to be a safe spot. Yep. <laughs> so when we were walking it, that 180 left, um, that's after the short stretch right there. We were going to go straight and then make sure you go hard right so that you're actually entering it. Toin poured, uh, I'm fucked all that up. <laughs> Damn. Damn. All right, let's rewind that. Hold Damn. on one more second. All right. It's got to be a safe entry point. Okay. Go. So you know that left-hander with the short shoot? Yeah. We're going to go straight out of turn one a little bit further and hang like a hard right so that you're pointed towards the field. See, we got it this gotcha. time. Gotcha. And you actually will be up by the wall. It won't even let you. There's going to be concrete so that you can't even go down to the bottom of the track, sure. basically where everyone's running. So you'll have to stay up by the wall. And as you blend back in, you'll be able to see like, okay, I'm at the apex. Either this guy's going to float up mm -hmm. and I got let off or I'm going to get pinched into the wall. Mm -hmm. But it'll be slow and you'll have a bunch of time. So um, they're talking about doing that. And... I guess it's up to champ at that point, but we were trying to figure out different ways. People have, have had their opinions and, and we'd like to hear your guys' as well on what different tracks can do to draw people. Because we've asked, like we've had spectators on here and different people that are just bystanders that don't race and um, asked them like, what would make you come to a race other than Crandon, right? Crandon's a big house. Crandon already steals the hype. What? Why do you got to be like that? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it's like living with us is like anytime we like are just saying something and like just the, the smallest little word, we'll just look at each other. We're like, oh, <laughs> is that it? Yeah. Sometimes we're like, man, we shouldn't have rushed. And we'll be like, yeah. And then we're, we're all like, oh. <laughs> so we, we, we can't say coming on here anymore. Yeah, you have to arriving. arrive because it gets out of control. Only <laughs> anytime we come anywhere. Yeah, yeah. No, no coming, only arriving. Yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the same reasons. But, but anyway, so we've, we've talked about like Anago, um, and like, I don't think you guys did the last ice race at Eagle River or if you were, I don't remember if you were there watching or not, but we did like half the race on the whole track and then the second half on the oval. Yeah. We're like, that's something Anago could do for like one day just to be different, right? Like mm -hmm. it's always, the oval's always good racing. Yeah. It's always tight. It's always people throwing slide jobs. Like, could you imagine if you did the first half of the race at Anago, like say for, uh, Saturday, on the whole course and then the second half you just ran the oval and then Sunday you ran the whole course the whole time. Like, do you think that's things that would help people or would make spectators or people want to come if the track did its job in promoting it? Well, I feel like it's class dependent because remember pro stock on Sunday, I remember I was, I was behind you that you broke that day and I was watching me and you were literally creeping around the inside in that, in that one sweeper type of corner. Like there's no way you're taking any other line. In Pro 4, maybe you, you'd try something different. But I remember Pro Turbo, I was trying to go up by the wall, and it was working a little bit, but it depends on the class and how much horsepower you have, I feel like. If they start using it, it'll open up. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, what, what do we got to lose? At the end of the day, we're the traveling circus. We're putting on a show, and we're trying to be exciting, We're paying right? to be in the circus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so be real. yeah. Yeah, we got a bearded lady spot, but yeah. you got to pay to be it. Yeah, I, that, that's definitely extreme for for you know. I'm like, holy man, that's a little bit out there. But I stop and think about it and go, I don't know. If I if I did it, I'd want the oval first and a short course last because yeah. short course is what we do. But right. But I mean, the concept either is there. way, right? Like the, like the Joker Lane, that ain't nothing crazy new. But I don't know why we never really went down that road. But we did Chicago Land. 
Remember oh, yeah. in 20, the first oh, year Cheney, and you, you were running yeah. the NA. First Yamaha. year on a. No, yeah, wait, you did that pro in Pro 2 at Texas. Yeah, I was going to say, was it? Pro 2 at Texas. No, Chicago. Chicago. Sure, Chicago. We were, because yeah. I Chicago. just blasted everybody the first time in Pro 2 <laughs> when they, they said you could do it and practice. You could practice it once and they never watered it and they never told anyone other than our spotters. They were all standing around the fence right there. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's but the yeah, worst case scenario if it don't work, right? We don't do it anymore. Right. And, and we always said, I think the biggest thing is, is you got to be able to sell it, right? You got to have a good announcer. Yeah. That can sell it because yeah. now you can um, keep the race. What your legs sore? Like are you cramping? Hey, don't wor- don't worry about me. Come on, you're. I'm really always worried about you're, you. You're, you're, you got a good conversation going. <laughs> yeah, but we never keep it going that good. So we gotta mess it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> My knee hurts. It's because you're old. Yes, I am old. I'm like he- Rodney, old. <laughs> oh. no, <laughs> forty plus. I'm almost there. Are you going to sign up at Ridge in 40 plus? Yes. yes. I'm going after you. Still riding moto? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> right? All right. I'm sitting down. We, we can continue. Yep. Jeffrey we sat down now. Yep. We're good. Yep. We're ready. So anyways, Sorry. but um, the, the joker there was cool. And if you have a good announcer that can sell it, like you yep. have something to promote, like, right? When you're out, one, as a... As a track, you can promote that you have something different than anybody else does. Mm-hmm. And two, if you have a good announcer like Derringer or some of them guys that understand how it all works, they can sell the whole race off that Joker lane. Like if the top couple, if there's somebody in the top three that hasn't done it or two of them have and one hasn't, you could sell it the whole time to keep the fans and everybody interested. It, it takes, if there is a boring race, it adds a huge element to it where maybe there's a chance there's some excitement there, yes. you know? I think back to what you were saying about fans and being more interested than just Crandon. I think ERX is awesome for spectators. You watch like the the battles that you and LeDuke would have and then videos of yeah. that one that uh, I think you shared and uh, and all that. But that battle was insane. Every every year we watch Pro 4 there and go, that was the best race we've ever watched in our life. And I think it's because of the elevation, the off camber, you can do slide jobs. And, and they prep the track good. They do. That yeah. is the best track. They're, ever. Well, they're, they're blessed with dirt, but I'll also give them credit on the track crew. I, you hardly ever pull a tear off there. Mm-hmm. It's right. weird. It's the only place, I shouldn't say the only place, but there's a lot of times split lanes don't work and it works there. Yeah. I think yeah. it's because it's so sandy and so it gets so rough that it makes the dominant line move, yeah. right? Because we go through that. It's usually the left side that's dominant. And then it gets, just gets so rough, and yeah. Cupped out, you're yeah. in that you naturally just start moving over to yeah. get out of it. it yeah, gets, it gets yeah. so bad. Yeah, right? yeah. And then yeah, if you can get through sand, you can get through anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so Tito's first race, first dirt bike race, was this year at the Brawl. First time ever nice. on a dirt bike. Yeah. Uh, give him the run now. <laughs> it's right. so great when you tell the story. <laughs> I haven't been at the Brawl in about 15 years, Me so neither. I can imagine so what it's like now. For his birthday, he was... he. So, well, I guess even before that, when we were at the track, he's like, oh, take the, take the pit bike. 
and uh, you know, go back or whatever, grab GoPros. And I'm like, oh, I need a four wheeler, need something with a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, why? Well, I was like, I don't know how to ride a dirt bike. And so eventually he goes, for my birthday. Pine Ridge is the place. <laughs> Good place to start. He goes, for my birthday, I want you to ride a dirt bike at the at the brawl. I was like, man, sick selling point. Like, I was like, no, I'm not going to ride a dirt bike. He's like, come on, man, for my birthday. He's like, just one little 110s. He'll go around the track, whatever. I was like, you know what? All right, for you, I'll do it. We get there, and uh, he like puts me on the 110. He's like, all right, let's go back here and practice. And so I was like on the road. I'm like, oh, dude, this is easy, yeah. man. Like, like, all right, like I can kind of get the gist of it. <laughs> and then we come around the corner, and it's just this big like sand pit. He goes, I can just imagine what happened. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, all right, go out there. I was like, what? And he's like, go out there. I'm like, dude. Uh, I was like, all right. So I kind of get out there, and dude, again, I'm in first. So I'm like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> And I finally like fall and it's like the slowest fall you'll ever see in your life. Like it's Shaq falling down. Just, oh, oh, big guy, little tires. Yeah. Big guy, little tires. Little bike in the sand. Three feet of sand. And I fall and I roll and I hear ha ha. And it's Jeffrey's little kid. <laughs> 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 and Jeffrey's looking at Leon. He's like, he's like, oh, come on. <laughs> 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 I'm up. You're riding much pit bike Especially, and you get in the sand. They're a handful. Yeah, so even if you're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. then there's practice. So he's out there, kind of practicing, and the tracks kind of starts to clear off a little bit. And Jeffrey's like, "I think practice is ending. Like, you need to get out there and get like." at least a lap in. So like I jump on like middle of the track and like do like one lap around it. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> barely, barely on this thing. And uh, we get back and one of the other guys that we're with, uh, told Jeffrey, he's like, oh, that's cool, man. Like you're letting Tito out there on the on the 50 cc. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, uh, Tito's on the 110. He goes, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. That's good. So I'm out here, big rock at a 110, man, looking like a little kid's bike. And uh, so we go to the first race and like we roll up and he's like, yeah, man, it's the first 110 race. And there's a bunch of people here. It's like, oh, this must be the, the the race before us and uh and i'm like oh like when did these guys go and he goes no this is the race I'm like, what <laughs> i'm like there's like 50 people here and he's like yeah man he's like, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so the gate drops and everyone goes and i'm you know last dude people are blowing by me man i make it like a lap and a half because i'm i'm so scared and i'm like all right like that was cool like i'm, I'm glad i kind of got some experience on it and uh, he comes up, I don't know, after the race, and he goes, oh, there's still one more class for you to go into. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, really? He's like, oh, there's a beginner's class. I forgot about that. I was like, oh, sweet, man, like sweet. <laughs> so I, I started thinking about it. And when I was going through the back section, there was like a, a flagger girl that was back there. And whenever I'd You're go by. impress her. Oh, man. Dude, she was like, dude, she gave me the, like one of those. And dude, I was in first, man. I had just pinned. <laughs> you know, let her know what I got. It sounded like you're going fast. Dude, oh, man. Like, it, it was so sad, too, because I'm sure from where she was looking, you just see me come up over the hill all slow, back down. I disappeared. I come back over the hill. And, uh, and so I get to the line and they have like this schedule written out and it says like beginner class 
and women's. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, bro. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> and like, and like Jeffrey's like, hey, it's a beginner. I was like, all right, like, you know what? It is a beginner. Like, I really am a beginner. So I get up there I, and I get a gate spot because there's only like, I don't know, like 10, 12 yeah. people up there. And this pudgy little kid next to me comes up to me <laughs> and he goes, Hey, Hey. And I like, look at him and he goes, this is a, this is a beginner class. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. <laughs> and he goes, why are you here? I'm like, it's my first time. And he goes, Oh, <laughs> and he like looks forward. I'm like, you little fucker. Oh my God. Like, and then I see the women like, and then they're women next to me. And I was like, I was like, Oh, Hey, like good luck. And they just like stared at me. <laughs> and they like kept looking forward. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, well, like this might be more competitive than the sixty people I was just in. I can, I can just imagine Jeffrey on the starting line. I'll see Jake and just like the fifty dad where they pick the yeah, bike I, up yeah. and are having it wide open. Man, just gets last. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. So gate dropped and like again, like I thought about. It. I was like, because I asked Lyle, I was like, "Should I go for it?" He goes. No. <laughs> so in that in that in that race, I uh, I uh, was like, you know what, I'm feeling good, and so I just <laughs> kicked her up to second. <laughs> Felt that speed in my face, man, dude. I'm glad I had goggles on. I would have been able to see, dude. Like, dude. And once I got back by that flagger girl too, I kind of let her eat a little bit. I was like, nah, 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 nah. you know, made me want to act up. But I did, I did three laps out of six. I got all I got, weekend. I do. I got lapped. You only did no. three the whole time. No, I did. Uh, was it one, two and a half, five and a half laps? How do you do half a lap? <laughs> I pulled off. I pulled off right by Devin, <laughs> where Devin was. I pulled up. I was all scared. He's like, he like looked at me. He's like, oh. He's like, was that you out there the whole time? I was like, yeah, bro. <laughs> He's like, I was wondering who's struggling. I'm like, yeah, it was me. <laughs> so yeah. That More. race still pretty big like it always been, obviously, right? Oh, oh yeah. man. Yeah. Would they have it like 112 people for the brawl? Yeah. Really? I think, or 116, something like that. Yeah. So Dang. now every time I hear about like riding in the sand, I'm like, I'm a vet. I got it. <laughs> well trained yeah. now. Been there. Yeah. That. Yeah. Any tips? Yep. I'm Bra your guy. Yep. Brap life now, man. <laughs> oh, and how old do you think you were when we did the first brawl at Tom Nielsen's? Oh, I don't even remember. You yeah, probably wouldn't have. He was probably there, but I'll bet you. Remember, remember Sean? Was it Sean yes, Miller? Sean and, Miller and them got in a fight. Was it? Was, was it Wade Gilbert? Yeah, I think so. And then everybody's going. Or Ryan oh, Gilbert. No, it was Monday. Ryan Gilbert. I can't right. be getting hurt. I got to go to work Monday. As they're just killing each other on the track, and then all of a sudden they talk about going to work Monday, and you're trying to hurt me. <laughs> so this all started in our buddy Tom Nielsen's. Um, you know Tom. Yeah. In his, at his house, he had a he had a track at his house, and Rodney, my dad, myself, we'd all go there and ride. Um, I don't know, Owen maybe rode there a couple times on a fifty because I was only on like an eighty five yeah. when that when we stopped riding there, and it started as my dad and Tom and them going, we should hold a pit bike race. <laughs> And it, it was at his house. They like rented a tent and all this stuff. And they like made the track like zigzag around. It wasn't like the actual track. And it was fun. That was the most fun it ever was. Was it yeah. two years that it was there? Probably. And then it went to Pine Ridge because it got too big. And then people like started getting in fights and like <laughs> it just got out of hand really quick. Yeah. But that's where it all started was 
and our buddies literally directly across the highway here yeah. on the other side. And that track is right in the front yard of his house. Yeah, in the front yard. <laughs> I mean, you look out his bay window and there's just a motocross track right there. Yeah, it, it literally went right along crossroad, like paralleled it. The, the really? long part was right yeah. along the road. Literally the only thing separating you was the ditch. Like if you whiskey throttled, somebody was ducking. <laughs> like Tito, you could have dropped in off the road in third gear. Oh, and dude. Just, dude. <laughs> most speed you would have carried. Been like time. a vert drop. Looked like Matt Hoffman, bro. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, that, that's what you need to do is have Tom Nielsen on here sometime and have him tell some of his stories. We should. He might be, he might be one of the best storytellers. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they're all true or not, but he might be one of the best storytellers I've ever heard. There we go. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the one where KTM he went through, the one where he went through the car wash and his window wouldn't go up after he paid his money. <laughs> oh. So he just opened the other window and ducked and let the water fly across the car. <laughs> I've never even heard some of these. These are all probably good drinking oh. stories that I wasn't a part of. Or, or the one where he was he was gonna get a deer head mounted or something and he pulled into the wrong yard and it was trying to knock on door and they, they didn't see him, so he's trying to show him the deer head and it was the wrong house. <laughs> 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 yeah, this is a guy that worked for Takaraki for what, 25 years? Yeah, a long time. 30 years, and now he's with KTM. What is he, a rep there, I assume? Right? At KTM. Must be like a yeah. dealer rep. I'm not sure. I haven't I haven't talked to him yeah, or son in forever. years. I know Jordan moved down to Milwaukee, and I think Tom actually moved down there recently too to hang out with them guys. But um, what, what's really funny is really the way Chaney met is almost we met Chaney was my dad, Rod, I don't think I was with. Decide to go to Azzy. We're going to go race dirt bikes. And I can't remember this. When, when you, you crashed? Oh, oh. <laughs> I met Chaney. Yeah, so this is the way we all met yeah. Chaney, really. Yeah. You tell the dirt bike side of it. Because it's, I, I don't even think I was there. You mean when I got hurt? Yeah. Well, so I'm on a dealer meeting. I forget where I was, out of state. Me and, me and my wife are out of state. And you know how your dad just convincing and can talk, <laughs> especially me and anything. <laughs> he calls me like Friday and he's like, where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm over in whatever state. We're on a, coming home from doing. When are you going to be home? I don't know. I'm flying home today. N- has he's got a national vet race there. I'm like, when? He's like, Saturday morning. I'm like, well, I don't even land till three, four o'clock. And then I'm, you know, I'm coming up with every excuse. And you know how your dad has an answer for everything, everything every yeah. excuse you have. I'm like, well, my bike ain't ready and, and this and that. And oh, I'll have it all ready. I'll be all loaded up and we'll, we'll just go. You can run CJ's 250F, I think. <laughs> Maybe. So, yeah, yeah, so, and your 125. Oh, yeah. I brought, yeah, the, 125 brought the 125 and raced it and. That, that was the problem. I raced two classes. I entered Vet A with 250F and won the first moto and then uh, jumped in the 125 class. And there's like 25 year olds in there. Yeah. And then uh, I was battling with Schmolders or I think it's yeah. Tyler Schmolders. Yeah, Tyler Schmolders. Went over to bars and just, I just went over to bars and I, I landed. I remember I tucked my arm and I hit the ground and I, I felt my collarbone pop. And this is right before the last race of the year. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. But I felt my collarbone pop and I'm like, I landed. I'm still rolling. I'm like, I broke my collarbone. I get a race off road here in a couple weeks. And I get up and I go like, oh, I got wind knocked out of me. And I can't, I can't catch my breath for like five, 10 minutes. Also, I'm like, all right, there's more wrong than this. And so next thing you know, we go back to the medic and they're calling ambulance. You got to take an ambulance. or go in and Yeah. Punctured collapsed lung, nine broken ribs, broken collarbone. <laughs> Sat in the hospital for a week to get my lung aired back up. And then that was right before the last race of the year. Oh, at man. At ERX. Yep. Where, where I couldn't drive and Johnny was backup driver. And, yeah. <laughs> and we, we got feisty in there. What, what was the, do you remember what the points were? Was it like three Down points? Nine. Down was it nine. nine? I remember that, yeah. Was it even nine? I didn't think it was that much. It was nine because... I, I remember it. I just do. Yeah. He, he would know. Yeah. I, I know. Do you, do you remember riding at Azzy? 
Yeah. Did you ever ride there? Okay. Yeah. So you know where that way in the back where that like goofy sand whoop turn was? Yeah. Did you go right or left through it? Left. Left. That's okay. The way I yeah. was. That's the way it was. Yep. Then there's that out of that right hand or right before it, there's that little tiny like tabletop double thing. Yep. That's where the ground oh, and, and I just hit it and it you know, I was used to the 250F and it, you know, just steady Whop. power and that 125 just kind of bogged or Bogged something. out and you just... Just oh. went over the bars. It was... But the ground there is like... The sand corner, I wish I, wish I would just crash in the sand corner, but the ground there is like rock hard. Yeah. And I just, like I said, tucked my arm and it just shoved my arm into my rib cage and... Damn, you imagine rolling and be like, oh man, I think I broke my collarbone. Oh, like that hurt. And then you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> yeah, the guy's, the guy's like, you're right. Yeah, I just got to catch my wind, but I got a broken yeah. collarbone, but yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I can't catch my wind. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, so then we go to ERX, and it was the year that they, they must have rained out because didn't we do a makeup race at yeah, ERX? Yeah, because that was the last race of the year. So the it had big to be. tornado. Oh, yeah. When we ducked under the semi. Yeah, when uh, like Kleiman's awning got ripped off yep. and the, the big... Is that like one of the first years of ERX, right? I think so. In the big double stack spotter's tower, it, the block, it fell, fell off, off the thing yes. yeah. and so everything. Was what, 18, right? No, that was 17. Because 17? 17 was the first year I ran turbo and that was the first year, right? Well, you were in an NA. It right. Was, it was or, an yeah, NA I mean car, NA, but... But yeah, Pro Mod. It would have been the first or second. Did you run an NA for multiple years? Two years, three years? Second year I won it. So, so it was 17. Okay, so 17. And Got it. Cheney was first year or second year, and them two were nine points apart. So my dad's his backup driver and is filling in, and we have another car, mod car, as well. Oh, I do, do you remember this? this? Yes. Okay, so so Can Am catches wind that we're putting two two Yamahas out there. That can win. And next thing you know, it's like a full out like beat of the battle brand. Yeah. Like it was it was do what it takes to make sure yeah. nothing happens. In the first day, I think I ended up winning or getting in the middle of it and I gained them points or I saved them points. So yeah. the second day was it was whoever worse. won. It was whoever beat whoever. Yeah. So then my dad and I switched cars. I ended up driving Rodney's and my dad drove the car that we built that day and put Rodney's number on it. And long story short, um, Cheney ended up winning the championship, but it was ugly. Like they were, yeah. they were running into it. Like everyone, the other <laughs> Cheney told us afterwards, he may not want us to say this, but it's all right. Fuck him. After, yep. <laughs> afterwards that Can-Am was basically like, you get a Benji, you get a Benji, you get a Benji, make sure this turns out the right way. Yeah. So there was cars like they were, um, like brake checking the start. Like uh, Tim Farr was in it. Yeah. Um, Elliot, Elliot was in it. There was there was probably four or five Can-Ams in the mix of just my dad and I for Yamahas was was all it was. They were brake checking the start. They'd like pull over and stop. Like if you were trying to pass them to like stack it up, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> and that's ultimately how Kyle and I became even friends is afterwards. It was all like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Like, yeah. like we put ourselves in this position. So like, we're going to go for it. And yeah. then a couple of weeks later, we ended up doing that mid Ohio race with Stover in a oh, BMW yeah. and then, and then all became friends. But it all goes back to my dad talking to Rodney and going racing <laughs> and then getting hurt and going full circle. <laughs> yeah. I kind of uh, forgot about that till you just brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's almost identical to the injury that my dad had this year at Anaga. Yeah. Other than my dad did his scapula instead of his collarbone, but collapsed lung, um, the broken ribs, everything like identical. Should I, should I release that video? Yeah. Like just as one long clip. I have Good. it on my phone. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Like I, we like, cause it's something that he talked about too, because it was such a, a wild crash. And then it wasn't like a, Oh, he walked away from it kind of thing. It was, yeah, you know, it was a hell of a, hell of a tumble. And, uh, we were, he was kind of like, I don't know if I should like, like just put, put it out there. there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the stories that were yeah. going through the pits that day was oh, terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, was and then what was it South, South Africa thought he was, down for the long nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you guys release it some? I seen it somewhere. Uh, it was uh, it was, was it in someone. The <laughs> hidden files or something you released of Kyle and I talking after Anago yeah. on the bleachers, and there was a little clip of it. Oh. Yeah. They had a GoPro on it, right? Yeah, GoPro. Oh, yeah. I got it. There was a guy from VP that got it. Yeah, his name's Kurt. He uh, he got it in real time, and I remember I watched it back, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, I think I, think I got a couple different shots of it as well. It yeah. was it was brutal, and that's one thing that I thought the same thing. Like Anago, I figured if if we ever went back there, it should be mandatory that they put a catch fence up, something. You know what I mean? So does it make a difference that you guys were going the opposite way? Like as far as like how the how the like, dirt kind of like lays, does that make a difference at all? Do you think it would have? potential of that happening if you're going the correct way i think it would have been worse if it would have happened the other way if he would have happened the other way he would have been in the pond for sure yeah he was only four feet out of the water if it would have landed it was driver's window down if it would have landed passenger's window down he would have been in water because and you'd have more of a run at it i guess depending on how it did track but you'd have more run at that corner right so either way there should be a catch fence there well jimmy almost did it on sunday or two right yeah Yeah. he didn't go over the fence but he he rolled in that corner got that one too caught the wall (laughs) yeah and it's not like it's it's unusual the wall's only this freaking tall it takes one little goofy hop for a car to go over it and then it's 50 feet down back there that's the scary part if it if it would have been flat it probably would have been a little bit different Cause you would have just landed out there on that shelf, but it's the fact that it was so far down yeah. that you just free fall. I remember my dad saying, he's like, you literally felt like it was a lifetime. He's like, you just was like, is it over? Is it not? Like I can tell I'm moving, oh but I'm not God. hitting anything. Yeah. And he's like, all of a sudden it just stuck. Like slow uh, motion. So and that's, what's crazy too. Is like at Andy go like, has has that that's had to have happened right other than other than you your dad sprint cars and stuff like, have went over think somebody because they have one obviously on the on the other side which i know like you know people are going in and out like you have that for a reason but to not even have it on the opposite side like i like i said to some someone's had to have at least watered it up in that corner right well, gone over. Your dad's been around forever. He's probably remembering the old days when the track went back there, and he's like, oh, "I might as well run back there yeah, for a little bit." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I used I used to go to the Anigo race, and and I remember watching them go back there and stuff. And yeah, it was it was cool when it went back there. So we have a couple questions and ideas that people have sent in, and we're just we're just gonna read them. Um, and I think this is something you guys will be able to touch on too, because well, all of us, you've been to a Supercross, right, Tito? Or have you never been yet? A Supercross? Yeah, no, super I, haven't, cross. I haven't been to one. Never been yet. No, not till... We're going to Nashville. April 20th. We're Nashville. Okay. All right. We were there last year. Are you guys going again? It's the same weekend as Rush, Kentucky. It is? Ultra 4. Oh, really? Damn. First thing I looked at when I seen the schedule, because we were there last year and we had a freaking blast. Was it good? Oh my God! He's I mean, Supercross is good. You can't go for more than three nights, so I'll tell you that. It's the two fifty <laughs> east versus east versus west showdown at and Nashville. Oh, Nashville. One of them. It's that too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. That's, that's bonus. And a and a good headache. Yeah, and or, or two or three. Great headache. <laughs> um, Boys' weekend. I'm puking. I'm in. When is it? Um, April twentieth. April. Yep. 
Oh, I can go for sure. I mean, Dad, technically we're done at that point. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Dad, you know, Dad. UTVs race on the 18th or the 19th. 18th, I think. Yeah, yeah. driver's license? I do. Mm. I mean... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the night he's a little young for the yeah. night. Life. I don't know that yeah. it'd be all I'd that say, fun. Maybe I should go over there. You can drive the hauler back. So this is kind of a thing um, that they do more in Supercross and stuff than they do with this. But they said a track walk at Lino, Anago, etc. After the mm-hmm. races Saturday night, so that they can see how rough the track gets by the end of the day. And that's Ooh. even something you could use to generate money honestly like look at supercross um they they sell track walk tickets like it's part of that vip experience whatever and it's freaking expensive and they sell it out every time you could literally make it five ten bucks a piece and just open the track say for 45 minutes like even during the day when uh like before opening ceremonies after sportsmen and into pro to do like a track walk and let spectators out there yeah the It'd probably be better after pro. If we let people walk the MAO track after pro fourth, but even after (laughs) art, dude, that thing was gnarly. It was brutal. Yeah. (laughs) And Lena gets the same way and it depends how they prep the track and stuff. Like Bark Rivers kind of gets like a highway and stuff, but ERX, you let them walk in that split lane. I'm pretty sure a lot of people won't believe how how deep the holes are that the cars are hitting. And then, you know, you see the car get kicked and you're like, oh, how big was that on TV? And then you walk it. It's like two feet deep. Yeah. And I don't think two, a lot of people feet. really. Yeah. It's never justice. Like when we have to go get GoPros, like if, if we lost a GoPro, we're like, all right, well, we got to go look for it. So we've been out there a few times after races and it's insane. Like you said, on, on, yeah. how, on how deep some of them ruts are and stuff. When we went through the sand section and I was like, no fucking way, man. I was like, how are like, how are they making it through this? Like I'm almost getting lost. Yeah. There. <laughs> Just think if you would have had to ride the 110 through there. <laughs> hey, hey. I, I can do You're it. You're a sand expert. I, I'm a sand an expert. I can, I can get the 110 through anything, bro. Get it right through there. If, I, if I'm getting a 110 around in first gear, I mean, you know what I mean? You just get to the end of a little. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's premium balance right there. You know what I mean? Premium. Did you have the skis out? Uh, No, because I was like, because I'm tall enough as it is and like when, when like my, <laughs> when my fucking foot caught like i thought i was falling off of it so i just kind of like no i like look like a little guy in like a tricycle <laughs> so like my knees were like out like this and then i was like this and I had my arms in and my just knees were out like that bowed out I could see that. It's like that the circus when you see that big dude come running through yeah. on the little tiny trike. Like yeah. Yeah. And he's got the big old knees out. Yeah, dude, that was me. Kid you not. But uh, no, dude, I, I think the track hawk would be uh, would be a great idea. Like you said, like $5 even just like to go experience it. Because like you said, nobody's going to believe it. I didn't believe it till I went out there. I think Andy go the first time I started filming. Like I got out there. I was like, holy shit, man. Some of these ruts were insane and even when you try to take a picture like it doesn't do it justice no. until you're actually out there and that's like hammers i mean yeah, yeah. We, we take videos and videos of videos no. that hammers right and we've been uh, owen maybe hasn't quite been in the heart of some of it no but look, you remember us back in like oh. going up outer limits and some of that stuff in the back back there and we used to take videos and stuff the rocks are twice the size of the car and you're trying to like zigzag through all these and you take a video and everyone's like that's it that's it yeah. and it, it does not do it justice it just doesn't do it like actually putting your feet on the ground. But I think that would be something cool too. When, when I read that on the first one, like even thinking about like supercross, that that's something that mm-hmm. everyone loves to do. When you actually get to go out and stand on a supercross track, you're like, Oh, 
the jumps are shit. ridiculous and the, the ruts going up yeah. the jumps. Yeah. The only thing I, I think it'd be tough, like at the end of the, so you got the sportsmen that are going on for how many hours and then the pro show, if people are around for that whole thing and then to get them to stick around for track walk, I wish you could do it almost in between, but then the track isn't as rough. Yeah. You know, it'd or, be hard to find like that, that right time, but yeah, I mean, I guess mess the, with it. Yeah, right? I was gonna say it's the, an idea. The, 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 the pros to that is that your panels, some of your guys' panels are out there, so clean that up real quick. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, I, I mean, know. I could I could have started go like uh that's how we could have got paid. Oh my god, amount we, of, dude. Amount of stuff I would just carry back to the pits. Put it like <laughs> and, five bucks a piece. Yeah, then I would like come up to, like, oh, oh it looks like CJ, so CJ would sign it and then, then you know, you'd sell it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would give it away. Yeah. But, <laughs> but the point was, I was just like, oh, here you go. CJ signed it already. Like, yeah, congratulations. But you can, you're comparing it to Supercross and stuff. And I don't know how much you watch the YouTube stuff on Supercross and whatnot, but they did this show last year called Blair's Breakdown. It was Daniel Blair. He'd go on the track after the 450 main and go to like the gnarliest sections and he'd show the ruts and maybe that's on champ side to do. That's a good point. But to go on the track and you can get the camera shot. Like I know you guys know, like right down in the rut and stuff and you can go right down to the hole and he would walk around certain sections of the track and be like, this is what these guys had to deal with where they're cross running at the base of a jump for us. It'd be the split lane. The one side has this three foot deep hole, which is probably a faster lane, but you got to deal with the rough and you need someone that knows the difference to explain both. But yeah, yeah, like the videos idea. killed it. That was that's like a that's like going back to reinvesting in your investment, huh? Yeah. Like yeah. Getting somebody that wants to take a little time in that would be a sweet segment to do. Like Champ could do like a their own segment, um, like track breakdown, whatever, on their Instagram after each day. Uh, yeah. Somebody that knows a little bit about oh, racing right. could go out there and and do a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it's going to be an yeah. Impulse Media segment. Yeah. Yeah. Put Petito in yeah. one of the holes in his pit bike so we can see yeah. it. Yeah. There we go. That's what it should be. Yeah. It should be Tito's breakdown on the 110. Yeah. And you should have to ride it. Yeah. And then explain it. There you go. Explain it while you're riding it. Like, yeah. You'll be like, all right, you see Tito right there? Oh, shit, he fell. Yeah, that's where we get bucked. Yeah. 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 He fell right there. That's the bad spot. Uh, uh, this is the 110 rut breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> I like that though. It's something different, right? There you yeah. go. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was- yeah. That's the first good thing Daniel Blair said in a very long time. <laughs> hey, he doesn't even do that stuff anymore, though. It was good videos. I used to watch them, them right, though. I know. Yeah, that's why. Picking Greco for a main event win? Who the <laughs> fuck picks Josh Greco for a main event win? Blair did that? Yeah, dude. It's because he's on a two-stroke. That's the two-stroke. Dude, right? that, that's where I was just like, hey, like, what are we watching? Oh, <laughs> like, is this is this amateur hour? Like Josh Greco? <laughs> Do we start calling him uh, Appetizer? That's like, that like a nickname. He's got no mains in him. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, get Blair out of here. I remember we text Haley. We were like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> she's like full time over there now, huh? Yeah. She's doing a good job, huh? Yeah. yeah. Think yeah. so. Yeah. Is she going to come back in to champ or no? Um, Why are you looking at us like know. that? I don't know. Maybe. We should. We should just call her up and ask. <laughs> Not right now, but I mean, on the podcast, right I, bet, now? I bet she'd she'd answer your cold call. Uh, I don't get only the, to Jeffrey. I don't got the oh the the thing. Oh wait, wait. oh yeah, I got my phone. I got, I got iPhone 15. See, this is where all the bad ideas start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I like that. Um, let's see what else they had on here. 
Well, we can, we got some other questions too that we kind of have that we run through. Um, we had Benji lacrosse on here and we were talking about like 141 and that's their Crandon, right? Have you been there and watched any races? Not, there? not, not the races just when we were there, just for the, the yeah, UTV sure. stuff. So something we were talking about there is why 141 can sell out like anytime, any event, it doesn't matter. They're, they're standard local racing. Like every week they get a, a decent crowd. And we were asking him like what he thought made it stick out. And he was like, oh, the show runs good. It's it's a smoother ran show than most places. They have the bar there. Um, so people can go inside. It plays up on the TVs there. And then they also have like the tape. You can rent tables there. They're like uh, 25 bucks or something. And you get four seats and you can come and go as you please. And you never have to worry about getting a spot. And you also have a waiter that oh, can yeah. bring you food, can bring you drinks. So we were, we were talking about that and different things that, um, people could tracks, other things could learn off of that. And like what they, what they thought, do you think any of that stuff would be things that would make other tracks? Like, do you think if, well, obviously Crandon would, but like Bark River, ERX, something that they were, they had like a public ERX has that Red Bull section, but it, I don't, I don't know how you get in there what it's all about um but not even, worth it no no so i uh i got one of the wristbands for a nitro cross and it was the same kind of deal like for uh off-road for champ so there's like a vip section and then there's general a vvip section like a very very important section <laughs> so like for for nitro it was like where like travis pastrana and like all those guys hung out at and that was kind of the area within where they again you get like drinks or whatever and then there was like the vip section which was you know better seating um and they had free snacks and i'm talking like a, a packet of peanuts <laughs> like some like a raisin box <laughs> but you still had to pay for like everything else oh, oh, so wow. like like drinks or food or anything else you want to pay like that all it was was so you're paying like all that money for like a better spot the experience i guess thing? maybe or like a, i guess a, a a tent area like like a shaded area but i remember sitting in there and i was like this is like pretty fucking lame like i'm not trying to like bash it at all but i'm like i would rather you know save money go out in the crowd in an atmosphere like with friends than try to be in here and it just felt like i don't know like it was a separated yeah like um i don't know what's the word i'm looking for like a ritzy type <sighs> like like it felt like a fraud type of like I don't know. I don't like know. Like scandal going on yeah, in there. Or what? I don't, yeah, I don't know, like, man. It just—it didn't feel like he's eating raisins. It didn't, really, yeah, you it know? didn't, it didn't really feel worth it. I was like, how do I get my money's worth here? So I just started fucking crushing peanuts, man. Yeah, dude. I gotta eat as many peanuts as I possibly can to make this wristband worth it. I did pretty much, man. And the, the sad part of it was, was like I was given the wristband. I didn't even like buy the wristband. I was given it to me, and I was like, God damn! Like I felt like I owe it to other one everyone else around me but hey man let's fucking eat these guys out peanuts <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean let's get our money's worth the hard part is is ERX when you go up there like we finished Pro Turbo and pretty much sometimes we'll walk up and watch the last bit of Pro 2 and Pro 4 ERX when you walk up to that hill there is nowhere there's nowhere You're, to sit there's nowhere to sit there's two no. little grandstands usually we go right by the flyway heading into the back 180 that's like the only place but then you literally can only see Coming out of the split lane right. in that bottom corner up the hill. Yeah. So you think and if they poured a pad, for say, like out there, and just had rental tables, that they would sell those out? 
Like, do you, oh, do you think, think that's something track should, should do? That was one of Benji's biggest things about 141 is he's like, everything about it is convenient, right? It's convenient for you to bring your wife and your kid to. It's convenient for your team. It's convenient, whatever. Like when we go to 141 and I, um, like there's an event going on, usually if I remember, I'll call and get a table mm-hmm. because it's easier. I can show up whenever I want. Yeah. I can bring four buddies with we don't have to get up. We can come and go as we please. If you need a drink, you can either walk up to the bar or she can bring you one. Could you imagine that at like Bark River or Crandon yeah. or anything? Yeah. No, like, that'd be nice. Did, did you ask Benji, and I don't know Benji, but do you ask him, is it is it dirt track? I mean, what's Shano like? What's Seymour like? Is it is it dirt track in general or is 141 pulling more tenants in other places? 141 dominates. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we asked him the same thing. Like, what what do you think makes 141 better? than anything else and he's just like the only thing i can see is like the convenience right? well then like, that answers the question i was just wondering if okay dirt track is popular and everybody's going to all these but if they're out selling everybody else i'll you tell you what, what was, doing. is it shano or seymour that's half mile shano shano is a big one i think yeah i went there me and jake kosmecki we watched two races and called it a donation really and we walked out it was it was that poorly ran it was that like not entertaining it hmm. wasn't good it was boring like there wasn't anyone in the bleachers. You had to go down, walk through the bleachers, the, all the lines for everything, like the way they had the food and everything set up was just wasn't good. And 141 is really good at having like that mm. convenience for everyone. Could you imagine like, say Bark River, how e- how much easier it'd be if they had like a, a patio that had tables or whatever. And you could tell your family, friends, whatever, like, hey, if you call a month ahead of time for 50 bucks, you got yeah. four seats and they'll bring you food. They have that little bar and um, whatever, the food and drinks and all that yeah. off to the side of the bleachers. Just think like what a waiter would make on tips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be yeah. easy to get somebody to work it. Mm-hmm. And you could like any family members, any sponsors, yeah. you bring anything, you would guarantee they got spots, right? And they can get food, they can get drinks. It's convenience. Bark River would be super cool right behind the grandstands. You can sit at your table and most of the time when you watch Bark River, you only see the front half. Maybe it's a different time where you sit at the table for that race and you get to watch Cemetery Turn because that, that's pretty cool. I mean, spectators don't really see Yeah, you, you'd be able to see all of the Taco Bell. Yeah. yeah. Really. And mm-hmm. It's just a different Or even off the of end. Off the end of the bleachers where yeah. the far end, right on the corner right there oh, okay. where they don't yeah. really have anything anyways. If they poured a pad out there and put... 20 tables out there. Literally, it could be round tables with fold-out chairs. What if they did something, so when we went to Brainerd, uh, they had like a tower. What if they kind of did something like that, like a tiered... Oh, like a skybox? Yeah, like a tower. tiered thing. Oh, they got Isn't the, that what well, they just built? Well, so that was for their... I don't know if that's for like their uh, timing and scoring and, and whatever else it may be, but I mean like on that turn though. So like you get that full kind of like uh, perspective then of cemetery turn taco and then uh, the start line and the finish line to where then it, it is like a, a tiered thing. Then. Yeah. You just have to put the spotters on the top, which why don't they just all put up that tower? Like, uh, was it Jamie Flanner who's going to do it, Crandon? Yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A couple mil on each the track, catwalk? it? Um, yeah, that'd be man. cakewalk. Cakewalk. Hey, Lino was talking about doing an over under. They got a guy, a new guy on the board that really? um, does is going to is tearing down a building or does something like that, that has the concrete already. And they were talking about doing them like that. <laughs> That's a lot of work. Like, but could you imagine coming out of the glory hole and going yeah. over the top? And there was a lane that basically went from the back straightaway and where you would jump into the glory hole, you hang a left and you'd actually go down the front straightaway. Oh. And then the track would zigzag back around. Oh. We even said for some of these tracks, why not go backwards? 
it makes it a completely new track. Yeah. Like, could you imagine at, at like Lena no. doing the front straightaway, hanging a left and jumping down into that hole? Yeah. And then doing the, the bull turn to the right. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have as many people rolling over because you're not coming in all off camber. Yeah. But then you could like make that roller coming out just like, yeet, mm -hmm. yeah. jump out there and land oh, out what, into the flat. What about cranning backwards? Dude, I, I would love it. I mean, like, you wouldn't I, get turn one, yeah, which would be you, the you deep. Do, you do that for the lame, lame, the first one. The, sat, the spring run? Yeah, the spring run. And then for the fall run, that's when. Well, you have to turn all the jumps around. Well. I don't know how right? realistic iRacing is. Dude, I run it backwards, backwards all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much better. Double in the cowboy corner. Just pitch dude, it off that double. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's great. That's, that's literally what I've, got me going on I've, it. I've ran it backwards on, like, dirt. The first dirt. And I remember, like, you do, the, like, the rancho jump. I hit it backwards one time, and it's so lipped. <laughs> um, I hit off. Dude, when I landed, just shattered everything. I was like, well, we can't run this backwards. <laughs> I mean, would it be hard for them? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just oh, not going to answer. I don't know. Should I, I mean, should I text Jason? Yeah, text Jason and be like, but, hear me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Cranon yeah, would be you tough win? just because of turn one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody goes Cranon because of turn one. That that won't be the most difficult. Not for spring. Could you imagine spring and you just hype it up running backwards? ERX would be fun, dude. All of them. You would think about like going... Uh, over the big flyway into that corner, you'd have to nail that perfect. And then uh, it would basically be uh, the same thing coming Come. back into the off camber, like turn one after the start line, start finish. Yeah. Could you imagine jumping into jumping that? Jumping into that. Well, where and all then the spectators would see you. You would jump instead of jumping away from the spectators yeah. where they can't oh, see out of nowhere, you would see all the trucks. Yeah. And then you would oh, land and, then and make that left hander. Yeah. Oh, man. Which is yeah, almost the same thing anyway. When yeah. you're sitting down by that 180 and you're waiting for them and all of a sudden they all come flying over it's it. A, it's a great shot. Pretty sweet. Yeah. It's a great shot. There's always, I always thought the same thing that like so many times we've built RC tracks or whatever, and then ended up running them backwards and they were more fun backwards. And then you end up changing all that, which it's a lot easier, right? You grab a shovel and you make it happen, but, um, <laughs> they end up being just like, seem to flow better backwards than they do forward. Mm -hmm. And even a lot of motor tracks did the same thing. Kind yeah. of backwards. Spring run. A spring run. Gonna promote it. Well, since we're on tracks debate, CJ, you probably have the most experience out of all of us with tracks. What's your favorite track? Out of anything you've written on, um, on, Bark River used to be hands down my favorite track, and He's like, this nothing, no. no, nothing <laughs> no. against them or anything, but all the tracks did the same thing. <laughs> I just don't like Cemetery anymore. <laughs> Till this year, now I don't like it. <laughs> I saw a penny on the wall and I just turned right instead of left. <laughs> <laughs> but when all the tracks started putting all the clay on, to me, they lost like their, mm. their uniqueness, yeah. right? They, they yeah. lost like that element. Bark River used to get so rough. Do you remember that? Like yeah. when you were running super yeah. buggy yeah. and stuff there. The layout of Bark River is priceless. The it's just, it got pretty blue groove and slippery and. Yeah. I think, I feel like Wheatland, it's new to me, which is probably why, but that is hands down my favorite track I've ever driven on. So I ran a pro light there, which maybe not have been the, the Thank greatest. Thank you, by the way. <laughs> you, won, you won me 20 bucks. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, the guy, who did, was that you? I bet. No, Dirty Plum. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah. yeah, he posted it on, on Instagram <laughs> right away. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Because he's like, I'll take KGB. I was like, she, go ahead. <laughs> we know who the vet is here. Yeah, <laughs> it was the vet. They, uh, I liked Wheatland. 
but to me, the dirt was terrible. Yeah, like, the yeah. two-wheel drive, it had to be terrible. Oh, my especially. gosh. And even in, like, when they tried to water it, or oh, like, Champ Myers. would never be able to go there because they're not good enough at con- smoothly running races with track prep. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, Champ's go-to last year was two races, dump water. Two races, dump water. Yeah. Well, Could you imagine that at MAO? The way MAO, the way they run their track, and even at Wheatland, they don't stop at all. It's, right. it's every track. And then you remember they had a dirt oval that night, and they had to pull. <laughs> they had to pull uh, every like every water truck and all that off of our short course race. And then the way that left the track at night. But yeah, you'd have to have a good track prep for, yeah. for Wheatland. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> This is the this is what you hear the most these days on all the podcasts. You know it's about to get good when you start hearing the popping. Um, yeah, and and like I think Sunday at Fall Crandon to me was the best the track has ever been all year long, hands down. Like they find that to me, it was pretty close to ERX, right? They had they had enough time in between yeah. races to give it a prep though, mm-hmm. which that's always the biggest problem. It's it's great to say, yeah, they should do this and do that, but yep. there's you get not rid time. of sportsmen and the racing gets better. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I can get hate for that. No, not Jeffrey Keeble said that. Yeah, no, no, Jeffrey Keeble. Yeah, yeah. It was not Tito this time. <laughs> well, I, whoa, you stop it. How dare you? I'm the biggest sportsman supporter out there. This is true. But, you know, you go back to track prep and we all, we all, it's, I just hate it when it's blue groove and throw water on it. But nope, at the same yeah. token, it sucks when it's a highway too, you know, yeah. and, and nothing gets rough. But right. unfortunately, it's, it's like a double-edged sword. Right. And I think a lot of it is, is figuring out like to me, and I don't know that it would work perfect, but to me, every race should get water no matter what. And the races that you don't like where they're not watering right now, that race off, they should be watering the cushion. Yeah. Right. That way, when the next race comes, when they water, they can water the groove and then you alter like that. Every race, it should be getting water. It shouldn't be no water for a whole race. Right. And then dump it on for the next race because then we end up with blue groove and super slick at least if you water the cushion it would keep the dust down and then when they go to pull the dirt back on you're not pulling dust back on yeah i i mean it's it's tough a lot of these guys and you know i don't know how many tracks got specific water truck guys but you know they're like oh shit we know we're in a hurry we got to douse it this time you know if we could just give it a light dusting every time and do it quick but easier said than done sometimes but someone needs to be in a tower standing there going speed up slow down right and that's what erx does uh, if, you, if you know that or not, but ERX, and I was talking to Devin about it a couple of times, has a guy up there that's saying right squirter, left squirter, yeah. stop, start, and, and keeping him like watching the track and seeing what it needs instead of just dumping it right down the middle. Yeah. So maybe that's something that goes. I love the, uh, man, I don't want to bring that, like, I don't want this to spark into a different conversation. Oh, we do. We like that. <laughs> but, uh, but whenever, like, <laughs> when Chant Memes would post up, like, that uh, the Crandon water truck drivers get paid by the gallon or, or he just starts <laughs> hammering the fucking memes <laughs> about the water truck drivers, man. Uh, it's it's the best. Or it's like when it rains at Crandon water truck drivers and it gives them like all sad and like yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's bad. That was like our pro stock on spring run the first day. You remember that track? Oh, Dude, it was, it was, we were muddier a couple times last year or maybe, 
it might have even been 2022 was even worse. We were muddier on a dry, sunny, 80 degree day Anigo. than we were. Anigo, first race of the yeah. year, two 2022. Years ago. Yeah. Yep. It was like a full that blown was the mudder. Biggest, we washed that car. That was one of the biggest mudders we've ever washed a car from. First it race, brand new cars. Dry and dusty. And and yeah. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> Dude, it's insane. It's insane. Sometimes you just wonder. It's like you want to get the water truck driver and put him in a car and say, okay, go drive it. And now when you get done, now you need to wash it. And they'd be like, <laughs> Who the fuck put all this water out here? Like, you want me to watch that? No way. But they, let's see, we'll go through some more. Four seat razor rides with top pro drivers, opening ceremonies, create hype on social media to win contests to ride around with some sort of pro driver. I think that'd be great. That'd be great. First of all, I'll tell you, that's a great idea. Because you had that idea. No, I oh. uh, had that experience when I went to Cancun for a wedding. We, uh, we <laughs> <laughs> hear me out. Just hear me out. <laughs> we raced there. Yeah. So I uh, went down there for a buddy's wedding, and Keegan was down there. And we went through the like that excursion, and they had the four seater UTV. And they're like, okay, they're going to split people up. And it was me, Keegan, uh, the guy getting married, and I think somebody else. And they're like, oh, like who's going to drive? And we're like, I mean, <laughs> so we let Keegan drive. And what he would do is he would we'd we'd be going through kind of like the jungle area, and he would let the guy who was leading the excursion like get ahead like a little far and then Keegan would just hammer down, open it up and let her rip. And it was so much fun going through kind of the jungle of stuff. And the guy noticed him like coming up behind him. Cause then you could kind of see him back and then him killing it. We stopped for lunch and the guy walked up to Keegan and he's like, he's like, Oh, you're, you're, you're a good driver. And Keegan's like, Oh yeah. He's like, I'm all right. And he's like, he's like, do you, do you drive? And Keegan's like, ah, just here and there. Like <laughs> every now and then. Yeah. And uh, he goes, he goes, when we're done with lunch, he's like, you want to, and, and Keegan's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to leave. So, so the guy, so actually the guy decided to lead, but he decided to go like faster and Keegan was just right on this guy's tail. And then afterwards the guy's like, he's like, He's like, I've, I've, I never take anybody that fast. And Keegan's like, oh, you should, you should win faster, man. And then that's what the selling point. Then where the guy's like, oh, well, you, you should come back. And Keegan's like, nah, nah. <laughs> but nah. the point is, is that being in a four seater like that, yeah, it was, it was wild. It was a lot of fun to kind of like let it, let, let it be open and then just kind of feel all of it. Like, absolutely, man. I think that's a great idea. Remember in my backyard that time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of good stories in this backyard. So th when the YXZ first came out, Rodney's got a motor track in his backyard and look at this shit. It is the prettiest whore in Appleton. <laughs> by the way, by the way, that's the last one. Perfect. It's the last black one. Oh, oh. Casey Blazik is going to join us. He's not going to clamp up this time either. Hey, are you going to, are you going to redeem yourself today and open up a little bit? A little redemption here, boys. <laughs> a little redemption. How are you, on? sir? I'm doing great. That's good. That's what good. What is that? A Tampax? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> with Comes yeah. free with impulse media yeah. hats. Yeah. What are yeah. you guys putting in these hats? <laughs> that's the new like visor. Bro, yeah. it's, it's, it's like the base tear off. Right. <laughs> hey, when you go out at night with that on, you're for surely gonna score. It may not be good, but you won't know. All right, that's why it comes with the hat. Less fumbles that way. Yeah, oh, less fumbles. Uh, maybe a little bit more luck. I don't know. Let's do it. Damn, why are you why are you looking at? Well, ain't looking at nobody, no. Dog, I don't fumble, man. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't know. What's I'm pretty on, sure you were telling us about a fumble at uh, Stadium View. 
Does it count as a fumble, though? I mean, does it? I mean, did you mean to send her a kissy face and then uh, not okay. respond? All right. All right. So, all right, all right, Owen, Owen Yeah, Owen. Did you hear the story about that? No. About me texting that girl? No. So, after one of the Packer games. So, I want you to coach, coach him. All right. So, no, learn from my mistake. So, I met this girl out and I was like, hey, like, I wanted to get her number. So, I started talking to her, chatting her up, bought her a drink, right? Whatever. Got her number. And because uh, we talked about places to maybe go eat. So, I'm leaving and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to text this girl. Like, I'm going to make sure, like, I got her number because yeah. she, Wrote it in wrong and then she redid it and it was right. That's so a I, little fishy. So I right. <laughs> so that's why I was you know I'm like I want to text her to make sure like it's good. I was like hey I was like hey um I was like what what place do you want to go eat? You know what restaurant uh do you want to go eat at whatever blah blah. And I sent a, an uh, I sent a fucking kissy face <laughs> emoji <laughs> a kissy face emoji and I hit send and I like looked at it I was like. Ah, it should be fine, right? Like she was, she was into it, right? That nervous, that nervous, like, right? And, and, and kind of, kind of the, kind of the excuse that I have is that, like, I'm super gay with the boys, so like, whenever, like, whenever I'm like texting the boys, I'm like, oh my god, like, you look good today, like, kissy face, you know, just so it became like a habit. And when I sent it, I was like, ah, oh, that should be good, right? She was into me. I was like, all right, whatever. So I, I get in, I'm dropping my buddy off, and the whole way to his place, I. I'm like starting to overthink. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> I was like, uh, maybe I shouldn't have said that one. And I was like, oh my god. I'm like, I got it. As soon as I, as soon as we stop, I'm like, I'm like, uh, checking to see. Correcting right. it, yeah. So like, we get there, and I was like, all right, man, see you later. <laughs> and the second mistake, I double text her. Then I was like, oh, it's Tito, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, like, I think I should have, I think that should be fine. <laughs> Went home, uh, woke up the next day. I was like, oh, I, like, I wonder if like she like looked at it or whatever. She texted me. So I looked at it and it said red yesterday. I was like, <laughs> oh. She dogged you, dude. So, so the real question is, does that constitute as a fumble <laughs> if I never had it? Dude, you did have it. You actually oh, got a number. Oh, my God. Got a number. So and getting a number. He didn't even get her number. And you call that a fumble. Yep. You yep. already got, you at least made it out of the batter's box. Yeah. And we're like flipping the batter on, get ready to swing. Yeah. And the bat fucking got loose and it's gone. Does that count as a fumble? It's like, you're, it's like you're on deck. I'd say, yeah, that's a fumble. Oh. You made one wrong mistake. <laughs> it's all it takes, man. See, it's brutal out here, Rodney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always the first emoji in your phone. So does that does that count though as a fumble? Uh, I think you need to go back. Try you know, there's three strikes in your out, so you only did two. <laughs> should, should I, uh, should I, should I try to hit her up again? Should I hit her up again. <laughs> yeah, let's do it right now. <laughs> All right. I feel like I feel like y'all was just thinking about that kissy face. You I think that's cute. That. What, okay. Well, like, so, what do you have to lose now? So uh, so oh, what should I say? It. I still got it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a blank screen right there. I know it is. I might as well. I might as well. Like, okay, what should I say then? Does she know about the podcast, bro? December seventeenth. No, what is today? It's like a month a later. Month yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ooh, say perfect. say uh. What? Happy one month anniversary. No. <laughs> <laughs> Better late than never. What about that dinner check? All right. All right. 
hit texter up. Well, to to funnel in so, on that. So this crisp twenty right here. What'd you say? Better late than never. Yeah. What about that dinner check? Right. This crisp twenty right here is Tito's, and we lo- Tito lost a bet. You guys know Chum. Yep. Don't Jacob stop. Lemke. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We call him Chum. I didn't know he's Chum. I know Jacob. Yeah. All right. And is we that, had a bet. Is that what I should say? Is he good? Should he have the LOL? Should I put an LOL? Okay. I think you should put a kissy face. <laughs> <laughs> dude, 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 dude. No, yes. that, that, that ruined it the before. I'm yeah, trying, but, to, I'm trying to recover. Gotta, but now you got to own it. Bro, I am, You can't okay. be like, you I'm, fucked I'm it up stumbling. the first time. Is it the LOL? I, I, can, I can put my hand down to stop me from... from Falling, or I can just like, hey, my face will catch my fall. No, no. You put a kissy face with a laughing face <laughs> afterward, like like you're owning it, and then you just let it ride. I don't think she's. Dude, the LOL is like that awkward, like, okay, like, uh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't send this, but I'm gonna awkwardly right, put LOL that, at the end. I no, like I think a, you should put the kissy face and own it, oh, and then and then oh, laughing yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, so a kissy face. You agree? Face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, no I do agree with that. What do you think, Owen? I I agree with CJ. Because you're, you're making fun of yourself then. Then they're like laughing at you. Then you're they're not like, just like, oh, this guy's funny. Yeah. I want her to laugh with me, not at me. <laughs> well, yeah, afterwards she can. <laughs> yeah. or, or she's just going to think you're a Riding. creeper and get a restraining order. Right. <laughs> Bail me out here. Tell, tell me kissy face not the way to go. <laughs> I mean, what more do you have to lose? She didn't respond the first time. Should I put it in quotes? I want him to give a kissy <laughs> face and I'm, I'm, I'm already I'm feeling awkward for him right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you, got, you got nothing to lose at this point. Like, I kind of feel bad. I agree, I agree with CJ. Kissy face, and then and then the laughing face, like like you're joking about oh, okay. accidentally putting the kissy face. What do you got to lose? Nothing. She Dignity, didn't respond yeah. the first time. Like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like that. It's like yeah. that. Yep, that's it. That's like it. That. Oh, oh yeah, dude, that's right. perfect. Passing around. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. All right, all right, sent. Boom. There we go. Oh, you know what? You guys can't see it. I hope she responds like during this. That'd yeah, be yeah. That'd what be if classic. she's like, "Who is this?" <laughs> hey, you know what? That's further than you made it the yeah, first yeah. time. That's true. Yes. That's true. Yes. So back to this twenty is is Tito's, and it also happened at Stadium View. Well, it started at the bar. Maddie V. Maddie Vanderheiden's yeah. birthday night. And we bet, uh, we did a bet on over under of how many numbers Chum could get that night. <laughs> and we, we decided that we had to agree on the girls because he was going up to like these 60 year olds oh, and man. like trying to get all these numbers from these ladies. He was like, dude, no, we yeah. no, let's gotta be like legit, like actually somebody. So we're at stadium view and he comes up to me. He's like, dude, I got this chick's number. Like, look, you guys are going to owe me money, whatever. So I walk back over. I'm like, this is a chick. He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, call her. And he fucking hits call and it wasn't her. And she's standing there looking at it. She's like, yeah, I lied. It's not the right number. <laughs> so you made it farther than that. Yeah. So what was that- the line at? Huh? How many numbers did he have to get? 2.5. 2.5. Oh. Over under. Or under. I, I I believed in him, man. He was. Or was it three point five? So did he get any? Two point five. No. No. Oh, he, didn't get any. he got some. He got like two old ladies that he already yeah. knew. Oh, dude, these They're, were these were goblins, man. Yeah, like sixty plus ladies that were from his hometown. Yeah. Like, he sat there and talked to him for an hour before that, and then went back over there and was like, "Look, I got their numbers." Like, bitch, you yeah. already knew them. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the thing. We were just like, oh, like we. So we made the. 
made like the bet and like as soon as like we shook hands we were still trying to like figure out details he like spun around and took off and we're like dude we didn't even like tell you the kind of like terms and conditions like quality <laughs> you know chummy. what I mean they're just out here getting sweat dogs chummy. Yeah. if chummy was smart hey chummy if you're listening to this, if you're smart well, he's gonna this, listen. he listens to this is what you should have done you should have found a hottie and been like hey I got some money riding on this I need your number so though. here's the thing that's what he did do oh and he still couldn't get it no no <laughs> That's how awkward he is. He just went. <laughs> here's the, I guess I wouldn't say awkward. He was pretty little, little nickered up. I guess well, at like at, at, yeah, at Stadium View, and you would think, right? But yeah, no, he, uh, dude. <laughs> so he fumbled hard. So hard. So when we get the thing of it is when we got the Stadium View, we were like, dude, like what, like. What the hell, man? Like, we have this bet. You're supposed to get three numbers. And he's like, oh, I, when, when were we starting? I'm like, two hours ago. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean when are we starting? Like, at, at the bar, dude. I'm like, just because you got two old ladies' numbers, like, doesn't mean, like, you, we stop until we get to the next bar. Who was it between you and CJ? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know. I was just, I was feeling like, you know, and I was like, Chum's going to get some numbers tonight. I, I feel like he's going to. I thought he had some game. I'm kind of disappointed. I, you, I thought he usually <laughs> does. Like, he kind of has like a little bit of like a, you know, kind of like, I don't give a fuck kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. And it's like, it, like, it works. So I was like, all right, like, I can, I can kind of see it. But then, yeah, just 0 for 38 that night. I thought he was good after Redneck Nationals. You remember how we met them guys? Oh, we're, we're in love with them you guys mean, when oh, after okay. Redneck Nationals. Them yeah, guys are like our heroes. During COVID. <laughs> yeah, during COVID, we went out to this place just north of the shop, just north of the C section here because <laughs> most of us here can't find the G spot. So. Yeah. <laughs> and they would hold these uh. UTV races, and it was literally in their backyard. Everyone was piss hammered. Half of them didn't have helmets on. Oh, Christ. And they're rolling these things left. How many stock cages do you think you sold to them, guys? Oh, I was selling brand new cars to them, guys. that would load them up, run home, and we'd go watch them that night, and they'd just cartwheel the shit out of a brand new car. <laughs> <Yeah>. Stock <laughs> cage, yeah. seats, everything. One guy had a turbo on wreck that first time oh, yeah. or something. He rolled it right yeah. away, or his chick rolled it or something. Yeah, they would let the girls go like at 6 o'clock, 10 beers deep. We're going to go out there and rip some good races, and they were yeah. hauling ass pretty good. I'm like, Dude, holy shit. Some of them got after it, and it was literally <laughs> in this field, and they started, like, building some kicker-ass jumps, and, like, mm -hmm. we actually brought some legit race cars yeah. there a couple times. I had times. a out there one time. Because it was a good place to practice. Yeah. yeah. It was rough. It was nasty. Like, it was actually kind of fun, but that's how we met majority of the working Dirt crew was, yeah. was kind of through some of that, um, but... Chum, what's funny is I heard you guys saying like, oh, you should have told him, found a hottie and told him you got some money riding on it. That's what happened. He told so him he there was a bet that. and she walked up to him when he was standing next to me and said, if you win this, you owe me half. And I was For sure. And I was standing next to him and I'm like, he told you? She's like, <laughs> oh yeah, he told me that, that, there's, that he was getting paid for it. I'm like... You don't count either way. <laughs> You're out of this. And the thing of it is like, I wish I could, <clears throat> like people that are listening, I wish I could show them uh, what happened because he came up to me and he was like hey he's like what, what about that bartender and I was like which one he pointed and I was like oh man I was like I don't know I'm really getting you know kind of desperate here and he goes he's like he's like come on bro he's like if I get a number he's like does that count I was like you know what I'm like I'll vouch for you because like it is hard to get a bartender's number like an actual number I was like if you somehow manage to get it I'm like I will count it and I'll vouch for you and he goes okay and uh, he's like, you think I get her number? I was like, dude, the worst she's going to say is no. <laughs> so he's like, okay. So he like walks over there. And again, it's loud. Like I can't hear anything. And he like walks up and he like, I see him lean in 
and he like says something and she kind of like pulls her head back and like looks at him <laughs> and she just like starts like running her mouth at him. like I can't hear what she's saying but dude she's running her mouth she's like got her hands up and like and doing all this kinds oh of shit God. man and then she's like doing like like the like the no thing like 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 the no <laughs> and then and then she kind of like does like a finger point thing like like you know kind of like like what are you thinking kind of deal Get and then the she like and then she yeah and then she kind of just did like the hand thing kind of like you're like you know like get out of here beat like, it yeah like shooing a dog away <laughs> and like she kind of went like went like that she turned around and the chum walks up he goes she said no <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I was like is that all she said he goes she's a bitch <laughs> uh, oh, good stuff good stuff so that's the uh, yeah man that, that was a, it was a good twenty dollars. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was a good twenty dollars. Still waiting for you to uh, sign it. I can think of Sharpie. I know we keep forgetting them, but where were we before that? I don't even remember. What were we oh, I heard you guys talking about the first YXZ when I walked up the stairs. Oh, my backyard and the oh, YXZ yeah. and the four. So Rod had a, has a track back there. I've done. A, we'll go to a couple stories that have happened back there, but it was like one of the first YXZs. And we ended up going out there and giving a bunch of people rides. And Rod and I gave each other rides, right? Like I jumped yeah. in with him and I thought I was going to die. There's like not even any, hard, was there even jumps? Not really. Yeah, yeah a little a couple. jumps. I remember you got out and you're like, you're like, holy shit, was I going that fast? And I'm like, I don't know. Let me ride with you once. Yeah. <laughs> I ride with him and I'm like, holy shit, was I going that fast? Like in the passenger seat, him and I, like we're, we're switching back and forth. Like, it's scary as shit. It's in the scary as shit over seat. there. <laughs> It was it was bad. So you just the, got like a lap band or what? Yeah, <laughs> dude. Literally, we were in like a shoulder yeah, belt. Stockers. Oh, oh, stockers. No, dude. Absolutely. Working not. doors, stock cage, yeah. like <laughs> two point. Yes, yes. Well, Getting after it, like mom's soccer van. I don't know if any of you guys seen the video I posted like a couple weeks ago where I had that stock YXZ in my backyard. That blue one I was just messing around in. Those were the same jumps, and you'll see like the them jumps with a stock one. They're motocross jumps. Every jump, you're you're riding the bumper. <laughs> the That's a kicker. And when you're in the passenger seat, you have no control. You think you're dying. I'm good. Get me out of here. <laughs> so I can see like the, the four seater being fun, yeah. like a, a good selling point. And what's it gonna take? Four or five minutes? Like at some point, if they wanna grow, right, and you wanna get more asses in the seats. You got to cater to the asses in the seats. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I think you go hard, like in the corner, like that was, that was a lot of fun. And like, like the jump, you can kind of like, yeah. you know, pussyfooted a little bit, but yeah. yeah in the corners, just hammer it and, and leave Safe. it open. Safely, yeah. right? Yeah. For long- opening ceremonies when the track's all prepped. Right. You're not going to roll during that time. Right. Yeah. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Yeah. Put uh, Sean Morris out there. Yeah. Yeah. By the way. Napa hat. Napa hat. I can't believe he I remember watching that opening ceremony. I was like, this dude rolling? Yeah. But do you remember how cool that was? They made like opening ceremonies something back then. Regardless, there wasn't sportsmen. But even like Crandon, Fall Crandon, when we used to do the cup races, they used to do single intros right like the they'd play a song and the one driver would come through and then they'd go park down there and whatever i don't understand why they haven't done that more and even had like some of the drivers walk through the spectators like supercross and all that yeah. does to me probably time well i yeah, mean, they but, did that with keegan last year when was it last year maybe 
Not for the yeah, fall. That was race. probably because it was muddy and he wanted to get his spring. truck muddy. So <laughs> 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 yeah, we like to call him the kitty cat. Yeah, yeah. he uh, yeah. doesn't like getting wet. Yeah. <laughs> but right. it's it's even like during track yeah. prep, right? The track doesn't need to be prepped when they're doing this opening ceremony thing. They could easily have enough time to to run through it. It doesn't have to be. Um, two minutes per driver it can be 30 seconds whatever have them walk have some on the track have some walking through the crowd like it would be sweet walking through the crowd even nascar does it they do the walkout thing and every driver walks out the same stage and people get to line it it'd be easy Mm -hmm. it'd be something that you could do to keep the fans entertained while no, the fans, the, the tracks would, the fans would love that. They'd have their phones out. They would yeah. be taking yeah. video. You next thing you know, you're seeing it on TikTok. Like, oh my god, I saw CJ. Yeah, yeah. especially Sunday when they got a little more time. How much is yeah. a smoke machine? There we go, <laughs> dude. Twenty you know bucks I mean? at fucking Party USA. Like, 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 yeah. like do a little. <laughs> And they walk out and there's like lights and they do like the like ah crotch chop like ah suck it and <laughs> well, you love the crotch chop the yeah. Fire, fireworks. Yeah. fireworks fireworks yeah fireworks. turn just, into WWE just yeah. anything there like, we go yeah. yeah yes yes even like Anvil and Park River and stuff could do something similar to at some extent like maybe you pick one class a weekend. That gets like a cool intro yeah. to get people yeah. like involved. And, and I even hate to say it, but I got a text from Carl yesterday and he was like, hey, do you have any footage from this past snowcross race? And I'm like, bro, I wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> Did he just want it? I don't know. I think he assumed that we were just there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, like, you didn't hire us back. And, and it is sad because I went back. Today, I went back and looked at, like, their Instagram and Facebook feed and everything. There's nothing. I no. didn't even know if they were racing. No. There's this live no. stream, like... No, the first uh, three... The first two races, I think, between me, Lyle, and Kitsman, there were 34 videos out. For now, this year, they have eight. Damn. I only knew they were racing because Scotty B's Facebook. I only knew they were racing because Cody Cam posted the results of a picture of his foot. <laughs> I didn't oh, see that. Seen that. Where, where that was, was that race? Was it in Deadwood? Canterbury. No, it was no, uh, Canterbury. Canterbury. Did oh, you guys that, see Cody Cam's foot? Did you I see did. it? Oh my gosh. Yeah, so, it was so gross. He did a tri- it was a triple crown. He got third the first race. He won the second one and was in like the top five or top three for the third one. So fighting for the overall. And somebody, and you, Rod would be able to justify for this. He rode snowcross way more yeah. than the rest of us. Somebody ran into him and crushed his foot in the tunnel. And uh-huh. he had to pull uh-huh. off because uh-huh. he couldn't get his foot out. Uh-huh. It w- it smashed his foot in the tunnel. Oh, my God. Ooh. That's the next uh-huh. day or Ugh, like a couple days later. <laughs> oh, that looks like my foot. That's Tito's foot. That's normal. Sport, yeah. 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 That might be the most brutal sport ever. That, that is so hard on the yeah. body. Oh, my yeah. God. Make yeah. it paid next to nothing to do it. Right. Everybody asks me what it was like. Right. I say, well, it weighs twice as much as a dirt bike and has half the suspension. Yeah. And when it lands on you, it yeah. kills you. Yeah. Basically. But it's cool so that's watch, the only reason though. I knew they were racing. It's cool to watch, man. I love getting hammered. Just being <laughs> in the front row. Have you ever done it sober, though? Have you watched it sober? Yeah. Is it as fun? Yeah, like like for me again though, I I love racing, and as, as long yeah. as I can like know the guys or get into it, kind of like understand even like the the smallest bit of like storyline, like I can definitely find interest in it. Yeah. So 
Like if you're a bad person to ask. Yeah, I was you're gonna yeah. like it. You're gonna like yeah, it regardless. Dude, like I said, like I watched Pizza, like sex, I, I, I used to love same. watching like Light Buggy. Like I would get <laughs> I'd get to Crandon and I would crack I like Light Buggy. I would crack a beer the so I would hold it like a ceremonial beer. And I'd <laughs> and I would get there and wait for the very first race. <laughs> and whether it was like good old boys or like light buggies or stock truck. I would wait until they're like, oh, and the green flag, and I and I'd crack a beer on the very first race, and then I would just drink the whole day. The whole day. The the rule is you can't drink water past noon. That was uh, that was the <laughs> rule. Noon. Yeah. So until noon, you can drink water. Well, after past noon, you after noon, none. No more water. No Gatorade. No nothing. <laughs> Beverages only. Beverages only. I like there, it. There, there you guys go. That, that's what happened there at Lena last year. That's, oh, yeah. I did, I did follow that same rule, too. <laughs> it's like after 12, I was like, no water, no water. Did you have water before 12? I did. I One? did. On Sunday, I did for sure. Well, yeah. But on Saturday. Yeah, it's questionable. Man, I went hard. I don't know. Like, I wasn't up there for, was I up there for stock and turbo? You're up there for one of mine. I don't remember what one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I do remember. I shouted at you, right? You were yelling. <laughs> you were yelling at Cheney on the podium. I was. Yeah, yeah. you or were. One of you guys. No, were. Jeffrey wasn't there. Then, I was there Sunday. Oh, yeah. Then it was Tito. I remember. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing on the podium and you're talking to Cheney about something. And we're just up there laughing. <laughs> Whoever got third that day is doing their interview. I'm like, oh, poor this oh, guy. Oh, I think it was something. I was like, you never called my sister back. Yeah. <laughs> 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 sounds uh, sounds about right. Yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. was on par with what I, I saw later that day. Oh man, <laughs> I was hammered, hammered. Like I said, I I leave it for Lyle. Like, hey man, like reel me in. <laughs> you know, he, it comes a point where like you look at your friend, like, all right, man, kind of let's let's reel it. He didn't even touch the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he left the bail open. Oh, yeah. dude, oh, <laughs> left it open. Just let it fucking run. That way, if the if the wind blew, it let a little more. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, what'd you say to Winner? You said something super funny to Winner. It was in the vlog that you guys posted. Oh, I don't even remember. I don't remember. We'll have to, I'll we'll have to, to look that up later. It. Yeah. Yep. No, I, I love... He's probably the one I give... Him and Keegan are the two I give a hard time. Probably the hardest <laughs> of times. Yeah. Like, we're just saying what, shit and giving him a hard time. What What put Frankie Winner in that? So, for me... Oh, because you, you did that, him yeah. and KGB that first year. Yeah. 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 So, I filmed that. And, like, I had never talked to him at all. But then he for them to be... Much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then for them to be gracious enough to, like, allow me to do that. And then be... Again, they were... Like, the, the, the winners are great people. Yeah. You know, they took care of me, like, water, food. <laughs> you know, it was a big thing. So, it was really cool to kind of, like, do that. Go along with, like, the, the little project that I was doing. And even after that, like, they continued to be just great people. And I don't know, man. Like, it, it's like it hasn't changed. So, I think for me, yeah, it goes, like... Obviously, like Keegan and then Corey and then probably Doug. And then it's just fuck Doug. Yeah. Oh, where did that come from? <laughs> so <laughs> for, everyone does it. So for <laughs> I don't know, man, it's just one of those where I, I feel like it's just it fits, you know, <laughs> or like, like, I don't know. like, like Doug Mateg is such a he's such a fun dude. And it feels like you can, he can handle it. So like anytime someone's like, oh, isn't that blah, blah, like Doug Matagba. I'm like, fuck Doug. Like, <laughs> it's just kind of like one of those, like one of those off, <laughs> off comment things. And then we were going down to Baja 
lot. It was always like something, something, blah, blah. Oh yeah. Doug said this is like, and it just became like habit for me. Then every time someone said Doug, I was like, fuck Doug. <laughs> and even like, <laughs> I even whispered under my breath too. And every time like, oh, something Doug, and it was like a serious conversation. I'm like, fuck Doug. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a couple left on this one. They said, we were talking about Lena and it says the, um, pit party at the bar in Lena with a live show with Haley and uh, like the Baldwins and Core and Torque used to do. If they did like a live show. Um, like a Saturday or a Friday or well, like. Well, whenever Anna goes pit party is. Like Friday, the parade. The parade. Friday. So that's Friday if night. you did like a live show oh, okay. down during the parade. That'd be cool. I like that. Yeah. That we could have people like standing around and. Yes. And just have uh brand or like drivers like make their rounds yeah. through. Yeah, like just ask one or two questions and you'd be like, I right, get the fuck out. Yeah, I mean there's enough guys. Maybe walking you could do around. some sort of goofy you, contest, whether it's bags or I don't know, something. Yeah. Or could you, you stream that too and have it on camera? Well you could for surely make content out of it, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Brandon yeah. yeah. does it with that big uh Mav TV, I think it is. Oh not Mav TV. What well, is that one? Speed Sport. Speed Sport, yeah. Yeah, Ken Stalt does it. Oh yeah. On the, yeah. Up on that big podium. Yeah. Yep. yep. But that's something they could do that's that like 000, free, free yeah. media, right? Yeah. I mean, we're all going to be, the, yeah. most of us, I shouldn't say all, majority of us are down there at the... They don't like free media. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they don't like any media. <laughs> down at the parade anyway, so that would be cool. We even talked like, um, and some of the prior ones about like why there's never been like early in the year or halfway through the year, why they've never done like a press conference day. Yeah, where like on, on a Thursday night, like you get, say two drivers from a couple classes, you just pick, you don't get everyone, but get six, eight guys in there and let fans come in, let whatever, but you got to promote it, right? You got to yep. promote it. That's our fault. There's, and there's a problem right there. I know it's, it goes back to it reinvesting in your product, right? Like there's all these ways that they always say that like, it's hard to do whatever majority of us are already at the parade. How hard would it be to have your announcers, whoever they may be at the parade? Right. And yeah. have a live show going on. And then you, you could have someone literally there taking videos, whatever, and you could post them throughout the week. You got free content for the next week. Yeah. And you know what? You know what? Like you talk about racing and exciting racing. We all believe that off-road racing is the most exciting sport in the world, right? Because we're in it. But if you're an outsider and you've never seen it, it's exciting, but it's not as exciting as us until you start knowing the people racing. It's like yeah. NASCAR. I can't watch NASCAR, but if I got to know the personalities and you're watching, you're going, oh, that guy, he, he talks like he's cocky and this and that. I think that's what needs to happen is the, the fans need to start understanding our personalities and then go, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. He said this. He's a cocky asshole. You well, know? It's like, I hope he gets stuffed. Yeah, <laughs> It's oh, yeah. like uh, Supercross last year when... I always listen to their press conference and then they use them clips on Instagram, but Deegan and Lawrence got in that thing yeah. where they were going at it. But like, imagine let's just say me and you for pro stock or whatever. That's obviously joking. But if we started something <laughs> yeah, right. and, no. and then going into the race day, there was a story behind uh, who's, or who's going to hit who or what's going to happen. Right. Between, what somebody said. Gives right. no reason to want to watch. Right. Yes. It gives, a little drama. Gives yeah. you a reason to want to pay attention yeah. or, yeah, or at yeah. least feel like you're involved in it a little bit. And and that's why I mean about like <clears throat> watching any sort of racing, like even if there's the smallest bit of storyline, like let's say it's like uh, Connor and Colin Schultz or like twins, yep. like, oh, they're, oh, they're uh, twins are racing against each other. It's like, oh, this, that, blah, blah. Like one's leading by five points. It's like, dude, that's just the smallest little bit of story. Yeah. So, but it's like, okay, like what numbers are they <clears throat> now? You can kind of just like 
like make this imaginative story in your head and you can watch it develop out on the track. But you, I think you nailed it on the head as far as like personality stuff. Cause I think about that with F1 when you watch drive to survive, you watch the first season and you're like, Oh, I like this guy. I like this guy. I like this guy. And then season two, when they brought in more people, you can then develop like, okay, why do I like this guy? Oh, it fits kind of my personality. Oh, he's a family guy. Oh, he's like a friends guy. Oh, he's just a party guy. Like, like whatever it may be, whether they're good or not, you still then can find interest in whatever race is out there. So like, yeah. I, I'm a big fan. Like I love Daniel Ricardo. Yeah. I love Carlos Sainz and I've always been a Lewis Hamilton fan. I and couldn't so, watch F1 until I was seeing the series. Now all of a sudden it's like, oh, I can't wait. Yeah. 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 I so. went to an F1 race in Texas and I slept on the chair with my sunglasses <laughs> I had on during the race. But you didn't know anybody who was Nobody. racing, right? No, no I didn't and know that's anybody. That's just it. I don't care how yeah. exciting it is. You like got to kind of understand the personalities. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. Yeah. I've never watched the drive. T- but I think part of it is I never watched the drive to survive because we're like kind of those people in the way they edit the the, the clips and yeah. do it are obviously made to create viewers, right? Yeah. Oh, create that sure. little drama and it pisses me off watching it. Like look at no. what that sport did since COVID and Netflix. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I mean, you, you know what we should do, Jeffrey? We should go back and recreate an episode of Rush, but make it like over dramatized. Dude, you should. That would yeah. be super funny. Like 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 make it where like, you know, he says something maybe on later on in the in the season, but then like put it in the front. Audio it, like oh. dub it. So then we're so like it builds like Yeah. Some just bo- like a bunch of crap. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, yeah. You can take things from other years and just throw it in yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you, even if you made it like clear that like this one is like three years old <laughs> and then put it in there. Yeah. Dude, I think it would be a hit. Dude, the back in the day, the Ricky Johnson thing with you guys. Yeah. That that gave everybody a reason to want to. Oh, dude, hundred percent. Yes. hundred percent. You know? yes. If if okay, here's a here's a question for you. Knowing what you know now, uh-huh. would you go back and do anything different? Would you would you would you put more gas on the fire or would you like handle it a little bit differently? No, we'll run it again. It was perfect. You wouldn't even, you wouldn't like try to do more. I don't know. So well, did I mean, you just flip them one, like just one bird? Or yeah, you, yeah, it was like this. So <laughs> would, would you go back and do the double? <laughs> would you stick your crotch out and be like, ah, just kind of do one of those? Maybe. And then he's, he's like, Maybe oh, you like, flip, they flip me off and you just got to be like, oh, like do like the cry baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give him like, give him the Tito thrust, the fucking yeah, hip thrust. Yeah, the crotch chop. <laughs> the crotch yeah. like, be like, what's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'll, I'd run it back. Just, I, just I, would, the same? I would change it. I want to change nice. it. I mean, yeah. a lot of people would be like, go back and be like, oh, you do this, do that. Nah, it was, it was good. Even, even to this way. That's because it was day. real though too. Yeah, it was yeah, real. Yeah, and we're, yeah. we're still friends. We're all yeah. still friends about mm-hmm. it. And, and everyone still gets to joke about it. Right. And every now and again, like mostly Capward or someone stupid like him turns it on is like, <laughs> 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 like when we're at the bar, so too many drinks in. We were, we were, t- I think we were talking about this or, or me and I think maybe it was Lyle, but, uh, and I don't mean to like hijack the conversation, but I can, I can, the, the, the only way I can compare that is like when we play call of duty and we're in that pri- and we're in the private match. Like, of course we're all friends. Like we know each other, 
But when one person starts playing like an absolute ass clown or like the biggest bitch you'll ever see in your life, me, (laughs) like my friends will get mad at me. Like they will get verbally, like audibly mad and they'll start calling me like every name in the book. Like we're talking about his receding hairline last night. Yeah. 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 My my buddy, he's he's like, oh, he's like, oh, Mr. Receding hairline. I was like, what are you talking about, man? I was like, like, what about your hairline, dog? I was like, I'm like, I'm native, bro. I'm like, I'm going to have this set of hair until I'm 65. I was like, what are you talking? I was like, you're the one getting shorter and shorter hair. And, and it was just like one of those where I'm like, like, Oh fuck. Like you get, you just get competitive, like, like with your friends and stuff. So, I mean, I guess in that sense where again, like, like, you know, you're fine with, with Ricky and, um, but it's just one of those two where it's a competitive thing Oh, and where you're just like, Oh, and you can't help but be like, Fuck you, man. Oh, and then yeah. and then sometimes they just take it the wrong way, and you're like, all right, like I guess I, I guess we're not playing around no more. <laughs> I think what was good was you guys had that monster video that came out the Dirt Dynasty or whatever they oh, called it. We don't talk. Dude, about are you? Well, is this a troll job? What are you yeah, doing? Yeah, okay. Somebody tell you say that. You're trying to piss us off. In there. Yeah. He doesn't even know the story. I know. I know. Continue yeah. on. So you guys, there was a part in there where uh, it's probably their part, but <laughs> where you were like, Kathy, or your mom was like, your son's crying. Oh, but like the drama and emotions that goes into it, like nobody sees that backstory. I think it was like one of your first pro four races and something, and you hit your dad and spun him out, and you're like, your son's crying outside, me. or he hit you. He hit me. <laughs> but but DJ, like that type of backstory and that. emotion, not everyone sees that, right? You know, dude, 100%. That's what draws people in, though, when it, when it's stuff like that and you see, holy shit. But I think off-road, well, there's emotion in every racing, but God, it feels like there's a lot in off-road just because it takes so much just to get to the track. Yeah, I mean, yeah. was it Matty V that said it the best way? It's the most fun you can have with your pants on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, for real, for real. So this, we're, we're going to keep going here. Um, they said, uh, pit party at Lena with a live show, Saturday night band at Lena with fireworks or even Anago, honestly, with like sea level monster trucks. I know it sounds dumb, but it would pack the stands coming like a fair. And it is true. Monster trucks, for some reason, so. bring a lot of families. Yeah. If you promote it, right? it goes back <laughs> yeah. to promoting it. It all goes back to the event. If you can get them there the yeah. first day and you can say, hey, if you buy your, your ticket tonight to watch your monster trucks, it'll work for tomorrow yeah. and they'll probably come back. Yeah. Do you know how right? many people would donate shit cars to? to that? Dude, there's there's three monster trucks in Kiwani. I guarantee you they if <clears throat> if the, their weekend was off and you're like, hey, it's whatever, whatever yeah. they charge. We'll, we'll pay you in hot dogs. Like, bro, I'll hot dogs up. and hugs, man. Like, what <laughs> more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. This is the off <laughs> off season show. Okay, we're here to talk about Rodney Van Epperen and Owen Van Epperen. Okay, I'm <laughs> nine, not here. I'm not not here your hugs. Talk about my nine hug streak. Okay, <laughs> I, got, I got brought up today. I got brought up today. Yeah. I, I put onlyhugs.com. Yeah. Oh, I was in that. I saw that somewhere. Was it? I think you put it in a group chat or in uh, something. I don't know. The last thing on here is bring TV and radio stations to the event, interviewed uh, interview drivers and give them rides. We did that with Side by Side Sports. We would when we didn't have we didn't even have to pay them to bring like the news channel there. We didn't even have to pay them. They they yeah. voluntarily came out. We'd give them rides in the UTVs, and they'd post it on the news the next day or that night. Was it before the event or during the event? Before. Uh, it was or. like, no, it was during the event, but like on Friday, and they'd yep. post it Friday night. Yeah. Oh. Or Saturday morning or whatever. I was on Maybe the news. 
And you don't see any of that anymore in yeah. short course. When was the last time you That's saw? That's free advertising. Yeah. yeah, I got one interview last year at Anigo from some news or, or some uh, radio station, but yeah, that's all. You never, that's all. And a lot of them are looking for content, right? They want the same thing. They right. want to grow their viewers. They want to grow their listeners. They want to grow everything. So what are they looking for? They're looking for cool content to post. Yeah. And, yes. and what cooler is it when it's free and they don't got to pay for it? Yeah. Right. 100%. So they're looking for content and it would be as easy as a tracker promoter reaching out going, Hey, we want to, we're, we're having this event. You guys want to come out and do a little quick shoot. Even if you give them like a small section to stand in, you know what I mean? Like, let's say, um, <clears throat> you know, news channel 12, seven, nine, whatever it may be in the area. We're like, Hey, the, the championship race is at this time, you know, get here at this time. Here's where you can, here's where your camera guy can stand. Unfortunately, we probably have to go. Oh, I guess not. I guess not crane and just go through Marty, but like <clears throat> have him stand on the infield. And then just take like footage of them going around. It's probably one of the safest mm-hmm. places you can be. And then afterwards, again, like, oh, then you can go and be around and capture all the content and stuff like that. Yeah. And fans, you could, as, as everyone's leaving and walking out, you can get I fans mean, talking about it. Yeah. And yeah. They, I mean, for Christ's sake, they were at Stadium View during the Packer game. Oh, yeah. There was two yeah, news two, channels yeah, two different at news. Stadium View during the Packer game. <laughs> watching Tito. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my game. It's so weird, man. Like, whenever I wear a hat, like, it's not, like, super tight against my head. Like, when I turn my head, my hair flows this way, and the hat will continue to just float Move this way. It? Yeah. I like Because I have a hairline. Which is bullshit, by the way. Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> if you're listening. No, he ain't listening. He's fucking, he doesn't do sports. He just does 3D printing. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. remember when you two didn't like each other? Yep. I feel like Actually, that was a one-way street. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't even know him. I, I, didn't, I did not like him. I didn't even know him. Hey, remember when you didn't like... This Crazy guy? Joe? I did. Let's see. 2005, <laughs> 2006 to 2020. You One, didn't like CJ? No. He hated me. No, hated he hated the whole he used, he used to boo me. <laughs> I'd boo him at the, he'd be I at remember, the podium. I actually don't remember you, but I remember the booing. <laughs> the booing section of Keegan's crew. Yeah, yeah. that was me. I'm don't sorry. Yeah, what yeah. happened? And it, nothing happened. Nothing happened. It was just, I didn't uh, even know it him. It was his dad, actually. I didn't even know him. <laughs> Never met him. Yeah, it, was, it was his dad that started it. Are we like Tito he, hating Rodney, but then Owen was... A victim. A victim. Yeah. Okay. Just cause. Yeah. Just cause. But uh, hey, hey, look at us now. We're look at us now. We're look grown. at us now. We got it. We got it. What is your most memorable uh, race event thing that's happened in racing to the state? It could be motocross. It can be short course. Anything you want. Yeah, definitely. Uh, for me, it was, I think, Owen's first year uh, pro turbo when we went 1-2 on Saturday and 2-1 on Sunday. At Crandon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spring Crandon, yeah. Was that spring? Yeah, that was spring. What do you think? Well, for me, I pretty much only race short course, so it's up to that. And I'd say... You race pit bikes in your backyard. Yeah, I do have pit bike races on the daily. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ever trying to race, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't even play, man. Hey, hey, and this hard pack. Dude. Oh, even and better, man. jumps, dude. I want to see you hit some second they're, gear. They're pretty third good. Third gear, dude. Fourth, on easily scrub the shit off. Wow! <laughs> but I can't even take it serious. <laughs> but my most memorable race is this last MAO one was fun because uh, that was a championship and it was a pretty good bag of money coming. But but I think the the Crandon one where I started last Crandon Cup, the one I, the year that I won Pro Turbo, the World Cup, 
I started last and literally by the end of the first lap, I was, there's like 27 cars and I was up to seventh at the end of the first lap. I almost didn't let him race because I'm like, you're going to start in the third row and you're going to wreck that car and it's not worth it. Yeah. (laughs) I I passed 10 people entering the gravel pit, uh, like on video. And, and yeah, and then I was up to, I think third after like the third or fourth lap right behind him. I punted him, took yeah, his tire give me out. A flat tire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's sitting on the side of the track yelling at me on the radio. I, did, like, I parked on yeah. the side of the track and point at the track and I'm just screaming at him on the radio. He was going at Chaney and Chaney punted him off the track. I'm like, yeah. go after that son of a bitch. There's $15,000 on the line. <laughs> <laughs> on the finish line. I remember and this. And he moved over and I rode up his tire and it shot me into the infield. And he actually did the same thing this year. When you guys got into that altercation, we'll call it. Which part? (laughs) Whatever broke your whatever tire and your whole back end. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he's sitting on the side of the track when Luars went and telling me, go after that dude, dude. You like just won't say some of the stuff he said on. (laughs) But but anyways, and, and yeah, and then uh, Chaney ended up, I think he blew a belt with about two laps to go because yeah. I was I was catching him the whole time and I'd get up on him and You'd then kill we'd him run on the back straight other. into the gravel pit. Yeah, I, I would, remember I'd that. I'd break super late in the gravel pit. I'd gain all my time there. And I was doing the same thing this year, actually. That's how I almost got Luar on the last lap. The Greco. But, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then he broke and I actually had the, what broke? My AR mount? Something ripped off the frame oh, of the yeah. car. Your inner, your inner upper arm, the mount ripped off the thing. And I'm yelling at him after Chaney broke. I'm like, slow down, God damn it! You just gotta get that car to the finish line. <laughs> and lucky I said that because the the mount was ripped right off the frame. I, if you would have threw it in any corner hard, the tire would have folded right over. Yeah. Damn. Those but, are yeah. those are the ones that you just like. Are glad that you squeaked in. Yeah. yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Um. What? What? Up? We got a bunch. We can keep going down the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I expected one. you I, guys to like veer off. No, I, oh, we are. We are. We are right now. Yep. 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 If, uh, we, if you were a vehicle in the year that you were born, what vehicle would you be? I don't even know what vehicles were around <laughs> when I was born. No, like it's easy. Like for me, we had this conversation the other day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, uh, so me, I was born in 87. So I would be. Uh, Ford F two fifty diesel red cloth seats fucking <laughs> three on the tree fucking <laughs> you know fucking ready to ready to fucking rock Tito's a minivan I am a nineteen ninety <laughs> Ford Bronco nineteen ninety Ford Bronco yeah I, I can I can it's nothing flashy but I tell you what it'll get it'll it's get the boat it'll get the boat to the lake you know what I mean it'll get a felon <laughs> around. <laughs> <laughs> What color? White? You know what I mean? Uh, just all different sorts of colors. Just off colors, like a little bit of red, a little orange, kind of some white in there. You know what I mean? A little, like, little, little wood on the side. I don't know, man. Like, it's just... You if, like you, if you Google a picture... Kind of if you, if you Google a picture of a 1994 Bronco, it's you're you. like, that's Tito. That's Tito. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's it's not like the... That's not an OJ Bronco, is it? Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. I think it's kind of like a rounded out body. And uh, you're like, oh yeah, like that's, that's Tito. It's fitting. Because what I said was like, we were comparing uh, like... I think we brought up Lyle or something like that. And I'm like, I'm like, well, Lyle's this. And then I'm like, I'm a fucking, I'm a, I'm a Chevy Tahoe. You know what I mean? I'm like a family car. <laughs> so that's yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. brother had one of those Broncos. He had a 93 Bronco. It had glass packs on it. Louder and shit. Dude. Oh, things were cool back yeah. in the day. 
What's that? I said, what would you be? What would I be? Oh, here we and go. The, if you the, put me on the yep, spot. The year yeah. that you were born. The year that you were born. So I'll, I was I'll born. Give, I'll give Owen more time to think about he it. Because he probably didn't know what car is. I'm lost. If I were to be a car, huh? In the year you were born. What year were you born? I was, oh boy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You gotta say it. I was born in 84. But <laughs> I'm, I, whatever. I'm really old. <laughs> I'm dreading turning 40 here at the end of the month. But um, if I were a car in the year I was born, what would it be? Probably a Mazda RX-7. You'd be a rotary, you know, huh? Rotary engine. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? The and more you, know you can stack, the higher you can rev it. It's funny. My first car was an 85 RX-7. Um, it was a pretty fun car. I bought it for 1500 bucks. It needed some work, but uh, we got it rolling. And uh, yeah, I rode that thing for like probably two years. Huh. All right. Uh, you know what? I like be- that. A beautiful yeah. car. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Rodney? Well, I was born in 75, unfortunately. I want to say that out loud. Um, it, it would be a 79 Smokey and a Bandit Trans Am. There you go. Oh, yeah, but you, oh, you, you know what? Be, yeah. That, you know what? Because we It's got to be the year you were born. Ah, it's close enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 75, I'm sure. Yeah, I, was yeah. like, I was like a 1975, like, uh, was it? Uh, Chevy, Chevy, like kind of like a Silverado, but not a Silverado. I guess if that makes sense. Let's see. Yes, well, I'm not into older cars. No. I just I'm not. But that that car back in the day was. I would be a '95 Lamborghini. Ooh, okay. Because they were they were I think way cooler back then than they were now, they are now. They're so futuristic now yeah. that they're like a supercar. Back yeah. then they were just like a basic car that was trying to be cool. Oh man. I think I put you as a, Hell yeah. a that looks like your dad. No. Oh dude. My next, my next. Is that Rodney? That's There's Rodney. That's what I mean though. You know what I mean? It's like a classy, like vintage truck, man. Things baller. My second pick would be a Shelby Mustang. Yeah. Really? Yep. A 95 Shelby Mustang. What did we say he was? A Toyota Tacoma? Oh, yeah. that's what we said. We said a, a Tacoma. Taco. Oh, yeah. I think it would have been like a T100 back then. I don't yeah. think they had mm-hmm. a Tacoma. Mm-hmm. What year were you born? 95. Damn. Oh, my God. Fuck. <laughs> and, well, uh, and then, oh, and what yeah, year were you born? Yeah, oh, and what year were you born? Oh, we said 07. <laughs> yeah, I said 07. Yeah, 07. Um, let's see. What would he be? That's oh, funny because oh, Rod and my dad that. are almost 10, or 10 years apart, yeah, and Owen and I are almost 10, 10 years apart, 11 years yeah. apart. Yeah, we said Owen would be a, a Chevy Camaro. Six cylinder though. (laughs) 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 Looks good is not. (laughs) (laughs) Looks good goes for the bark and no bark. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what he said. (laughs) But what's funny about that is is when Owen was young. Like real young, he wouldn't say nothing. You couldn't <laughs> hardly get him to talk. So it's you fitting. Still can, it still dude. Can, dude. Oh no, you don't even know. No, this I'm, is like I'm whoa, s- bitch, keep it down. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm still mad at him at Crandon. Dude. We're like, hey man, like you just got on the party. No, did he win? I won. Yeah, he won. Oh, yeah, he won. We're like, dude. Yeah. won. Like, how was your race? Blah blah blah. He was like, good. <laughs> well, there's two things that go into that. One, how awkward is it? You got. The whole stands of Crandon are full. Everyone's looking at you, and you're down there by yourself. My own mom couldn't even come and give me a hug yeah, was, on the podium, oh, let yeah. alone anybody on my team. So, like, yeah, you get on the car and stand up, and and then, like, dude, you're way off in the corner. <laughs> I, didn't Dog, see I was you. down there. I was down there. You were? <laughs> got the footage, got all of it. I didn't see you. You no, got to first of all, how dare you? First of all, how dare you? I can't get any bigger, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking for my mom. Yeah. Nowhere to be found. So I'm like, well, I guess I'm just gonna walk up to the to the stage and 
Yeah. yeah so that's the one thing. What's the second thing? I don't know. I just didn't want to celebrate. So I got <laughs> April Turbo next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, you said two things. Yeah. Yeah. You started with two things. Yeah, yeah. we're no, looking for the I second just, one. I, I, I next know. time, if you need someone to celebrate, we'll celebrate. Well, come run over yeah. to me. Maybe yeah. next pick, year they'll let pick one them person. Up, throw them around. Yeah. yeah. I'll throw you on my shoulder. So <laughs> yeah. what, what they told us, like with that, like us oh, media yeah. guys. Yeah. So the thing of it is, is like after you guys win and you guys like pull in, whether it's like us or like your camera guy or whoever it may be, whoever was like hired for you. They will come up uh, to the to the truck or the vehicle, and then you know you guys get out, you guys celebrate, and when you get out, you talk to your camera guy, and because you're in like talking to that camera guy, and then you talk to that camera guy and talk to that camera guy, it takes like a lot of time, and then they're trying to mm-hmm. wrangle you up and then get you up to the stage, mm-hmm. and that's and that's so what they wanted it on Fall Crandon was like get out, you know, you see the camera, and then they were trying to get you up to the stage as quick as possible, so that when that's done, you guys can get down, and then they can continue on. Yeah, they show. did that little interview section with the winner. Yeah, off to the side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's what they were trying to get to. But come on, <laughs> it's a you're, you're holding a race event. Like we put a lot of time and effort yeah, in the family. Why? Why would you do that? Yeah, I interviewed you after I think ERX, and we're we're chilling. Not even chilling, but they were doing the other two drivers, and I was interviewing you. We get done. Uh, the head media director comes to me. He's like, "What are you doing, Jeffrey?" And I'm like, they were busy with the other group. And I was like, see, I was just chilling. He was like, no interviews. And I'm like, all right, dude, I'm not going to argue. I don't really? even get it. <laughs> I, didn't, yeah. I, didn't I don't get that. it. Why, yeah. why can't we promote ourselves? <laughs> yeah. If you're not going to promote us, yeah. we'll go pay somebody to promote us because you won't do your job. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it's turned into, right? I mean, yeah. they're not doing any media. Why are we? You go to Supercross, you think any of those dudes are buying media people? No. There's a million of them there trying to give them free media. They just want to be a part of the program and we have to pay for them because they won't even, they won't hire people. They won't let people come in. They won't. Could you imagine if, if media was free and they gave you guys good sections and all that, how much content you guys would have and how many more um, media people and how much content would be out there about the sport? Mm-hmm. And instead, yeah. we're going to cut all that back and get less content out there. It don't make sense. I'm just here to hit record. That's <laughs> I, think, I think that's the first time you didn't say anything about yeah. that. Well, you know, because I want to do it next year. <laughs> you don't want to get yelled at again like we did last year? Yeah, we've been yelled at uh, plenty of times. So I'm going to ask a really stupid question, but can you guys as media people use champs footage? Or would you want to or, or just don't? What do you mean? Like the live footage? Yeah. The, yeah. The, what they do to live stream. Yeah. You can use that and use all their stuff. And Yeah. But I mean, it, it's like pulling teeth, but to get it, to get it. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't they give that up? Uh, Exclusivity. I don't know. I, but I mean, yeah. if, if, if they give that up and, and you guys can have that much more content out there and everybody keeps reposting it, why, why isn't that's that good? That's what I keep saying. Well, maybe yeah. they don't want to give it up. They don't. Yeah, but it even well, goes back to. I don't understand to, the I think, There's a pride thing in that, yeah, I think. They I just think don't want to give. I like, think it like, even, think even goes you? down to like the, um, just the way. Money. They that's man- all it is. They manage yeah. everything. Yeah. Money. Yep. Like I was taught, like when. get that. Like when Carl texts me about footage from Stonecross this past weekend. I was like, all right, dude. glass. And no, because it, it upset me for the most part. And I'm sorry it has to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. That's what we're about. Yeah, this yeah, is but, what the off-season show's for. But the whole thing was like, then allocate your, your funds into different... What, what's important then? You know, like... Is media I, important? Exactly. 
And unfortunately, Snowcrest doesn't have any media. They have a, a social media person that posts, posts right. but that I don't think does they have, champ for half the year. But <laughs> I don't think uh, they don't do any, yeah, any filming themselves. So like, to me, it doesn't make sense. Like we allowed, I don't know if we charged anything. I don't know at at side by side sports. If we did, it was very minimal for media, right? I think we made you get approved. And maybe something for insurance at very best, right? But the way we looked at it is the more media people you could have there, right? The more content is getting posted about your series, about your race. That's racers. what I'm getting at. That's why, what I'm why would you not want, like, do you guys have to pay to shoot? Yeah. Why? Why does that make sense? That makes zero sense. You guys are getting to by you shooting are promoting their series to get more people to come and yes, get people it's free advertisement <clears throat> for them. It's the same thing of why are we paying the park? If we don't show up, you got nothing. If the media doesn't show up, who's going to post about it? Nothing. Your series isn't going to grow. It has to come down to money, right? You guys have to pay. And do they put a limit on media guys now? Yeah. yeah. Why? You think more media is going to hurt well, the, the sport? The reason I brought that up is I look at like what you guys do for us racers. Like I understand why the cost is there because of all the fees and everything you guys got. But if you could reduce that cost to the racers because of ease of them giving you product, it's good. It's going to make easier on everybody. So that's yeah. what I was going to say was I remember I think it was last year <clears throat> they raised like the price of everything. And a lot of the other media guys were, you know, obviously not thrilled because it's like, oh, the, the fee for this is higher. The fee for this is higher. And if you had more than like one guy and it was obviously then a fee for him. And it's like, well, aren't isn't isn't what you're going to do as a media guy then is in just raise your prices. Right. So then that in turn goes back on the driver. That's so what I'm getting at. Essentially, <laughs> yeah. the, the cycle is drivers are paying right. Again, for, for our They have to. You guys can't do it for free. Yeah. And, right. So. And, and that's what it comes down to all the way around when we were talking about just short course and the way it's been ran sometimes is it's pay, 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 right? Like we, we pay to park. We pay to get in the gate. We pay to race. We pay our insurance. We pay, 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 pay. What happens if we don't go? They got nothing. It, it all starts with with showing us that you're trying, right? If they gave you two free bands with your with each pro entry fee, would you think they were trying? It's would something. It, it's, it's something. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know? It's something. Yeah. It's something that you can be like, you know what? They didn't they didn't fucking yeah. wreck the world. They didn't do yeah. the greatest yeah. thing possible, but they tried. They did something. Yeah, they didn't give away the the house. Yes. They yeah. did, they didn't give it all away, but they did something that showed us care. If they went, we're not going to charge any of our media and that allowed you guys to to lower your fees to us, we would be like, it's fucking sweet. Yeah. Now we can, we can, or keep the money the same and, and allow you guys to do double the amount of content, right? Mm -hmm. Because yeah. it's not as expensive to us. It all goes back to what it costs to get in the door. When it costs you to get more, to get in the door, when it, when it costs you more to get in, it costs me more to hire you. Yeah. Yep. Right. Cause you're not going to do it for free. The same with us. When, when all their fees go up, what do we do? We go back to our sponsors and say, Hey, we need, we need yeah. something. This We're not going to do this for free. Me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it, it's all a big cycle. And the weirdest thing too, is like, um, so like for fall Crandon and for MAO, uh, we got approached by a driver. <clears throat> he already had a media guy, but he's like, ah, like I would really like to have you guys for the last, uh, two race weekends, like the, the last two race weekends. 
And uh, we we're like, oh, okay, sure. Like it didn't bother us any. We're like, yeah, like we didn't even give two thoughts about the other guy. Like it's so whatever. You're entitled to have as many drivers. You know, as you want. Yeah, yeah. Like so, when we submitted our stuff, the the media director then was like, hey, if you're gonna uh, cover this guy, he needs to get rid of the other media guy. And we were like, what? So we we let him know. We we're like, hey, man, like we can't cover you until you. Uh, get rid of like the other guy, <laughs> and then he. And so then he asks, he's like, he's like, well, how does that make sense? I was like, dude, you're asking the wrong guy, bro. <laughs> we'll I was like, asking um, the same yeah, I, this this is what the letter says. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, big dog. So then he that was that was his biggest question. He was like, so if I wanted this guy for like a short term or a short format, but I wanted you guys for a longer format, he's like, I should be able to pay you guys and him. Yeah. Like if I want, right. and he's like, it shouldn't be a, a question of, of one guy or not. So, and, and the biggest thing is, I guess, is if he has two people out there, or I guess, you know, me, him, Lyle, and then this guy that puts four people out on the track. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to get as l less people or as minimal people as possible out on the track for like insurance reasons. Okay, so that's so why they're trying to keep it to like one camera guy or camera team, like per person. Yeah, but it's hurting your sport. It's hurting your series. I no, mean, I get it. I, yeah, I understand. Yeah. If you guys, if you guys could use their content, would you have less people on the track and say maybe more people just editing stuff, or would you still have the same amount of people on track? Probably. If the same it was, if it was people. easier, say say, say it say was you, at will when you yeah. when you got done, the weekend was over. All the content, their content, got shipped to all the media people signed up. Uh, well then you're more creating like a media pool then because yeah. all you're doing is asking everyone's using the same content. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, but if it, they're all shooting for different people. Yeah. But it, it all depends on like, for example, like if you, you three are the top UTV rider drivers and what about the other? Yeah, eight? no, I get it. It's going to be catered mean? towards the people towards yeah, the front. Yeah, exactly. I, I get so. that, but. But are the people in the back really paying no, no, to exactly. have weekend right. media anyways? Right. Exactly. Right. exactly. Sometimes they are, and you got to make them look good. That's why you would have somebody on the track, right? Yeah. That's why you would have somebody on the track. It makes sense. Like, and if, what if, like, I know, Jeffrey, you're, you're talking about trying to get back into photography side and whatever, but to the, up to now, you guys have been kind of strictly videos, right? Yep. For the last couple of years. So as, as a team, if I hired so-and-so to do pictures and you guys do Im or d to do media like videos, you couldn't do that. I don't understand. No, You can, but it's like really frowned upon for some odd reason. So like, I just don't get it. Yeah. So we would be Keegan's video guys. Yeah. But then Keegan had to hire high rev for the photos. Right. And there was almost like every now and then I would, um, Get, I would just do a screen grab out, out of my the video, yeah. yeah, and then I'll send it to Keegan or I send it to Tyrev and be like, "Hey, is this good enough for, for you know your style?" Photo, yeah. And then like Mike would call me like during the week and be like, "Hey, he's like, did you guys shoot this?" I'm like, "Well, I mean, it's a screen grab. We, you can't be mixing and matching fo footage with other people." And I'm like, "Well, hey, I was like, you don't want anyone on the it. same track, so like, for example, like Visser." You yeah. know, sometimes we would be collab with them. We'd mm -hmm. be like, hey, man, you're way back here. Yeah. Us three are up here. 
Like let's share content. Let's share content. Yeah. Let's, make, you? let's yeah. make a a one person and a two person team into a three person team. Or a four person team. Or yeah. a four person team. Point, and then it's like, all right, now we just covered A, now we just covered four different sections. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then now we now for the second day, we could we could get creative. Right. Because it gets boring after just talk. You don't have to raise yeah. your hand yeah. or well, your finger I know, or nothing. Just, yeah. I'll just wait. <laughs> but I'm sure you guys know this or hired that Mason. Yeah. Mason yeah. Yep. So at the beginning of the year. He, he did a video or whatever, and I was going to do like a collab post with him. And Zach's like, hold on. Like, I'm not sure if that's going to be allowed by the guy for whatever reason. Yeah. Him, and he didn't want to get in trouble, which was really weird. And then also, like Mason is super limited on where he can shoot. Yeah. And yeah. Zach's like got to go really deep in the track while Mason's sitting outside the fence trying to shoot through a fence. Yep. <laughs> or what? Trying yeah. to get the clip. Yeah. You know? No, and, and I get that part of it, like as far as safety goes. But I mean, to limit the amount of media that should be on the track is like absurd. Yes. Yeah. So like, if- I get if you got to have certain sections, yeah. that makes sense. Right. Yeah. If you got to say, okay, yeah. there's, but how hard would it to be to do say, make sure there's four sections on every track. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and it's unlimited media. If, if there's fucking five people in it, well, get there earlier and fucking get a spot and, and call mm-hmm. it good. You know what I mean? Long as you're all within the square, like I don't understand or even why, it makes any sense to to have less media ab- about your fucking. I'm series. sure it's safety, but then make it safe. Get some concrete blocks. Get some mile mounds of dirt. Do something <laughs> that costs money. Reinvesting <laughs> in your product. Yeah, that costs money, Rodney. Take the yeah. money yeah. that yeah. they just charged you guys no. to fucking get in and shoot and protect them. Yeah, and and you know, and, that, and like I said, that that's the bummer part of it is like, let's say if we're. You know, I'm I'm not, you know, I'm trying not to like, (laughs) like, I'm not trying to sell out a few guys either. But like, let's say if a guy comes to us and was like, hey, man, did you happen to catch that like pass on like my driver? And we're like, yeah, sure. There are certain guys that we can like float that to. But there are other drivers or uh, other media guys that were like, if we float this to you, it's going to be evident that it's not your camera. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Because then it's like, it's like, why does you did not shoot there? Don't don't even. Yeah, because I I don't know. So again, like it would make their sport grow. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, man, these are these are the these are the own. These are our own internal battles that we have. Yeah. In like in the media portions of this is is like a side of of like the the perfect scenario of the off season show. This is like a side of of the media side that nobody ever has heard. Yeah. Has ever seen your guys' side and like what goes on. Yeah. Like KGB, I would float a few shots KGB just because I'm like, he's. You know, homie. Yeah, yeah it's the homie. And, and I was like, oh, I got a few. I got a, a few bangers. Clip. Yeah. And then I'm like, don't take us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Like, we didn't even throw our logo on it. I'm like, don't take us. Lie. Do whatever you got to do if they contact you. Isn't that you. sad? <laughs> I'm like, I don't yeah. understand. I don't understand, af- like, after the race, how they can tell you that you can't fucking share your footage for free. It's your footage. You paid to be there. You should be able to do whatever you want with it. Yeah. The and minute the you is, pay the fee to get in, you own it. So let's say that we're shooting for CJ out in Pro 4, and then and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, like, cool battle, blah, blah, blah. But then Kyle Cheney's coming through, and it's like, oh, hey. And then we can't use that. It's basically just. There's a lot of reasons, you know, all of a sudden you, you hear from the horse's mouth and they say, oh, this is why. And, and a lot of times you'd be like, oh, shit, I never thought of that. But God, I'd love to hear the reason why on that one. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, like, like, OK, if it you want to save safety. Point, it was to the point where they were asking us, like, what are we charging you guys? 
Like, how much are you guys making this year? They started, yeah, they like, wanted to know, like, what we were charging people. Uh, like like everybody, so because about the money, they didn't they didn't want they, so like hypothetically like let's say they're like oh we didn't want impulse charging this large amount of money, and then this guy charging this little amount of money and him getting like screwed over on it. So it's like we they wanted to start to kind of control be better like on how much we were charging quality over quantity. Yeah, yeah. it's be up better. to the driver. That's exactly. not their, that's not their job. Exactly. It's right our there. job as yeah. a team and as a race team to decide where we want to spend our money and how we're going to do it to best fit our team. And I think it should we, be up to that. We never really like, I guess, spoke out about it too much because at the end of the day, like, yeah, you still want to be there next year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we still, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, we still want to be there next year. Us three got yelled at once already. Yeah, so we don't yeah, need to make like, it twice, like we, but and and it's something I guess we've kind of like accepted. Then is like you know the ru- rules are the rules. And it's like at the end of the day, like because again, we've we've expressed our displeasure with it. You know, we've bitched about it. We, him, uh, like is headed out with uh, like the media director, and I think Bark River was a big was a big kind of like boiling point. Um, was it twenty twenty one? Is that Rush one first season of Rush? Yeah, yeah. Or is it was no, that no, it, it was the year uh, we had that Dirt City rant? Was that Rush season two? I have no. I think it was rush season. It was 2022. After Dirt City, we had expressed our displeasure about it, and then everything just kind of came to a head oh, at, at Bark River. That. Then, mm-hmm. where then after the media meeting, like everyone left, and then we had to stay back. And then, well, because it's the first. It was, yeah, well, not only that, but it was the first time like a media outlet like ourselves had a, a growing viewing. Like we had, we just started the podcast. We were into the podcast, you know, and I told like Tito and Lyle, like I'm starting this. So we all have a voice on, on, on this podcast. We're not limited. We're not, you know, this is who we are. That's why we started rush. That's why we started the podcast. Cause we want like yeah. Owen and Ronnie, like we want people, the fans to know like, Hey man, these are cool dudes. Yeah. Fucking when you're at the races, stop by, say hi, hang out, do what you guys need to do. Like, like, but you know, and you know, it kind of got us in trouble in the beginning. You know, because it was a, it was like more of a growing pain more than anything. Just because then, in the, Champ's eyes, they were like, "Oh, we're perfect. We're doing a good job. We're slowly growing." But then, on the other side, it was like, "Damn, like they're growing faster." Yeah, <laughs> they're they're promoting themselves. They're well, and then investing, and then any sort of negativity was like viewed yes. as like bashing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and to be fair, we had some. You know, constructive criticisms that we had to learn on how to constructively criticize, uh, you know, like the series and stuff. So it's like if we had something, you know, not necessarily, I guess, positive to say, it's like, how can we go about saying it in the in the right way? You know, like like if we have a problem, like, is there is there some sort of solution that we can provide to it? So and because we weren't because we were just straight bashing, I guess, you know, I mean, we were kind of venting our frustrations. and We didn't know how to go about it the right way. And now that we've kind of learned how to do it, it's like, okay, like, again, we, we always emphasize, like we do it cause we care. Like if, yeah. we've said this many times, it's, we, we don't have to be here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like we do it because we love it. We know that we're not making like a shit ton of money. We're not, we're, if anything, we're losing money right. <laughs> like year after yeah. year, yeah. but we're here because we love to do it. We're here because we love the sport. Yeah. 
And it's like, if it was about making money, we would have been out three, four years ago. Right. So we've, I, w- I would agree. We're collectively getting better at interpreting the way we <laughs> yes. put out questions, the way we, we talk about the series and trying to figure out positive ways to grow it as well as positively telling them the ways that as drivers, as teams, as media people, as spectators, um, ways to, that we are not happy and, but also trying to give them constructive criticism on what little things we would accept as yeah. something, you know what I mean? That's the hardest part yeah. is they, they hear it as all bashing in the beginning and, and maybe we did. Yeah. Yeah. But, like but said, we, were, we were upset. Right. And now we're, yes, we're, we're saying the way we feel, but we're also, we, we make sure that we put an effort in on asking everyone, what do you think we can do to grow the sport? Yeah, what can tracks yeah. do? What can the series do to make it better? At the same point, that's why podcasts are so good. Cause on the podium, you're limited to what you can say. You know, everyone's listening. You're not going to say, but when the dust settles and you're on a podcast, you can really say your thoughts and what you think. And it's, a, it's not like the podium when all the sponsors are watching. Like here, you're just having a good conversation, you know? Yeah, it's real. Yes. You know, yes. the, the hard part is like, I, you know, we sit here and talk about the things they do wrong and, and there's definitely enough of them. And that's what everybody wants to talk about, right? They do do a lot of things that are good. Absolutely. You know, yeah. yeah, absolutely. 100%. They made it longer to, than anybody else. So yes, the, the payout thing, like I, I'm all about it. it. Like it needs to get better. But the hard part is you guys have a business. You got, you run in a business. I'm running a business. They deserve to make money. We don't really know. Maybe, maybe they're making gold and, and then if they are not sticking anything back in the sport, that sucks. And maybe they're not. And yeah. we, we really don't know that. But the media thing that we were just talking about, that bugs me. I don't understand why that isn't opened up. I think that's better for the sport all around. Easy to say, just pay us more. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's not going to support that. And all of a sudden it goes in the dumpster. So that's, that's a lot tougher conversation than the media thing, why they don't open that up more. Yeah. And, and I always said, even, even along the, the purse thing, thing to me, Yes, the purse sucks. It could get better. But that does even better than that. If you cut costs, you're paying everybody. You're paying every racer that comes in the gate, right? So as much as giving everyone two bands per entry fee, it's not great, right? But it's something. It shows that you're like stepping out. You're you're trying to help um, let let people in. Cut costs. If you cut costs, it's adding to the purse because it costs you less to get there. Yeah. The hard part is at the end of the day, no matter what you give out is money out of their pocket. Like that wristband is no different than paying out. Out of the track though. The, the, the money comes from the track. Well, the, the wristband does. But if you think about it, like, so this is back to F1 and apparently Adrian Chenny, um, my dad was talking about, had a lot of conversations with him in the off season this year and uh, was saying that F1 got to the point where if the one, if the winner won the championship at the end of the year, he broke even. Everybody else lost money. In in the in the whole entire paddock, yeah. so they made F one open their books and they said, okay, we get two percent of your profit no matter what, and or or whatever the number was. I don't know what the number is, but they basically made them open up their books, break it down for them, and go. What they decided on was like, okay, we get two percent theoretically of your of your um, profit gain by the time all your your. Mm. Everything's paid for, right? The the total actual profit gain. Well, what that did was the track went, or the tracks, the series went, we got to make up that 2%, right? And then what the racers did went, if we grow their profit gain, we right. get more, right? So it collectively gets us as racers and teams in the same pool on the same page. Yeah. That's where the divide is right now. 
we gain nothing by them growing, right? You see them come back, like say, and, and I don't, this is just theoretical. Say they come back in 2025 and they got eight new sponsors and the purse doesn't go up. You're going to go fuck these guys because you're going, look at, they're growing. The series is growing. The sponsors are growing. The tracks are growing, but we're not getting any, we're not getting right. any breaks anywhere. We're going to get pissed off where if you collectively got us in the same pool, it would make us all fight for the same reason. If they grow, if we promote them and they grow, we get a cut of it. If they promote more and grow, they get more profit yeah. out of it. So mm-hmm. the whole it, thing is the sport's got to grow. And yes, then you'd exactly. like to think it would trickle down. But I think the growing the sport starts with the, with the media thing, what you guys and, and sharing and, and yeah. getting it mm-hmm. out there more, you know? And yeah. I think it's just such a big deal to get to know yeah. personalities in our sport. Yes, exactly. And that's, uh, you know, and that's the biggest thing why why we're unique if you will because that's what we try to do is try to get the personality of cj rodney owen casey trying to get him out of his shell a little bit <laughs> casey <laughs> we, we can sit up here and talk for hours and he puts the headset on and we can't get him to say yeah. fucking two I'm words I'm listening, yeah. you know? I'm just, yeah. he gets so yeah. into it he just I'm doesn't say anything it. but uh no i mean at the end of the day like i said um you know that, and that's part of the reason why we didn't go to you know Canberra this weekend, you know, because it made no financial sense for us to spend, yeah, you know, fifteen hundred dollars for a weekend, freeze our asses off, and then put our cameras, you know, through in the elements and through hell, and you know, not get any out, out of, anything out of it. Yeah, it's you know, so we just live in a day of day and age of social media. Yeah, and you know that's. What kind of sucks? Well, and, and to you know, that point, champ, you know, championships don't matter anymore. It's that's about, exactly where I was just going with that. I'm like, <laughs> you need to win championships, and you need to be some sort of superstar yeah. on social media yes. because just winning championships don't cover it anymore. No, right. and, and that's where like these live shows. You know, we're we're bringing this podcast to KOH. You know, it, it's yeah. like everything where we're trying to grow social yeah. media wise and trying to you know elevate you know stuff into yeah. you know into. Um, into the software. Just a positive impact, right? Yes, like that, exactly. that's what we're trying to do is is be able to positively whether it's dirt oval, off road, <laughs> short course, snow cross, you name it. Our goal is to positively give like a a track owner, a series owner, uh, a racer, or whoever a reason to listen to it, right? A reason to go. We got three full time racers. We got a, a guy that races RC, but more or less a spectator in the off road real world. Um, two media guys. One ten. One ten champ. <laughs> <laughs> One ten fucking champ. champ artist. And and you get a, a perspective from everyone. We had RC guys last week. Um, a couple weeks ago, we had dirt oval guys like. Yeah giving them the perspective from all different types of racers and letting them hear like what the positives, what the negatives, what, what we think as racers being people that have been in the industry for 10 plus years, think that they could do or give them a reason to listen to it. And if they take one positive thing out of it, sweet, that that's all you can ask for, right? Like you hope that it, it gets translated in a positive way and continues to help the sport grow. And I feel like that was kind of one of those things too, where we started the, like the foot race thing. Like it was just a fun little, it was like a fun little thing 
to kind of like we we're like we had just talked about it. And we one had just person <laughs> looks and we all look. <laughs> <laughs> What's over there? Jeffrey looked, and I looked, and oh, and, and then Rod and Casey both looked. Where it's uh, it was kind of one of those things where it just started out where like we asked just like hypothetically like a few drivers or like you know like Haley Shanley or whatever a couple of media guys and they're like oh yeah like I'd do it I'd do it and we're like well fuck it like let's do it yeah and then we did it and then we promoted it and it was just in like I don't know again an excuse to kind of like have the drivers like out there cool. you know what I mean to yeah. kind of like just be like hey like this is you can have fun too yeah. yeah you can have fun too like there's there's more than just like what what goes on with racing and uh I don't know man like I said, it's just little stuff like that yeah. that goes but a think, long way yeah, so. yeah goes a long sure. way makes a difference again whether it's like social media stuff or not I mean again I, like what I admire about Jeffrey is his willingness to to do and try like everything so we <laughs> we started <laughs> 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 on Tuesday it's like 10 30 and he goes hey you know what I think I think we're gonna stream today I was like what and he goes, yeah, yeah, I think we're going to, I think we're going to stream or call the duty lobby today. I was like, okay, all right, man. So like I had a meeting, uh, had some lunch and the next thing I know, like we were streaming and then it just turns into like one thing after another then, because I know like CJ plays call of duty and then like Keegan plays call of duty, Casey plays call of duty. Or then now we started thinking like how like how play fun Call would it be? You play Call of Duty? I don't play Call of Duty. I haven't loaded up the Xbox for like a week now though. <laughs> a week? What were you playing? Fortnite? No, I I played that like a month ago. My buddy took my headset, so I don't got a headset right now. Get but that shit back. Hopping on some Madden in 2K. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a baller. Yeah, dog. You want a 1v1? Brawl. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let you on, man. <laughs> See, this is how it but see what I mean though is like is like getting something like like we were like talking like oh maybe impulse media versus like champ drivers. So if we do like a three v three, yeah, three v three versus uh, like champ drivers. So it was like me, Lyle, and Jeffrey versus like Keegan, CJ, and then whoever else the champ driver. Why would you even say that? You know you're. And then we <laughs> and then we stream it like like the uh, like a search and destroy or like a team death match. You know different games where then it's like okay like people could view into it or like like watch it and then you make clips on it because there's always funny things that are going on like like that we do yeah that you can make and it just adds another another element to it you know what i mean that you're that you're showing free media again you're showing like cj has personality keegan has personality whoever else has personality like you know or guys that don't play call of duty are like hey it looks fun i want to join it and then you split up like evenly it almost kind of like golf you know what i mean it's got to get creative. I like it. Creative. Like, and then we did the taco challenge. So now we're talking about next season where we get like, <laughs> so I'm like, let's say tacos, it's like, dog. like me and CJ versus uh, Jeffrey and Lyle. Like, like we, like we do a shot of fireball each hole against them because they're sober. <laughs> and then they give us like a two stroke lead or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, could you imagine that video? And then, it would be at the ninth hole. And then Jeffrey and, then, and I would be yeah. like, or Tito and I would just be like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you can you can make the putt if you, if you hit hard enough. <laughs> be throwing the ball at that. You know? like, ah! And it's just like and it's just like little stuff like that that shows again free content, personality, like just effort towards 
the sport towards the drivers. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying like champ has to host like a fucking yeah. golf yeah. tournament or a foot race. Yeah. Or- yeah. But just like, again, like little stuff like that, that's small promoting stuff that that's fun. I think yeah. everybody would do it. They just, it would be nice to have them endorse it. Right. Right. Yeah. Right yeah. there. Well, yeah. Yeah. I right guess there. that's what we do really bad of at times. Cause he's talking about the press conference. Like, oh, we tried that. I'm not saying that it didn't work, but we just never gave like people a heads up. Did you know like, they did a press conference? Yeah. Mm. Are you guys going to go back to that? Are we going to be doing that again? Or? Uh, see, well, yeah, that- I mean, see, yeah, it was right on the money. We just need to advertise it. Yeah. Like, yeah. We can't give people like an, Half hour head yeah. up and be like, "Hey, you want to do the press conference?" <laughs> was right. it was it just you guys answer, or asking questions, or did you guys have a bunch of media did, in there? Well, we had did we opened it. Like, we opened no, it up. No, we didn't. Yeah, but you opened it to who? Who knew about it? So or was it posted? We would always exactly, <clears throat> exactly, exactly. So it no, was kind exactly. of a. It was a like, again one of those my stupid ideas. Well, and, but again, that, that's what I admire about him is just like throwing an idea out there and trying it. it. And even if it doesn't stick, like, OK, like we bring it up and people enjoy it. It's like, OK, well, then how can we make it better? Yeah. How can we build off? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Media guys got to pull the questions out of the guys and get them to say something that they're uncomfortable saying. That's well, what get everybody some wants media to hear, in right? It. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, get, get like spectators involved. <laughs> every spectator has an opinion, right? Yeah. And like every one of our listeners that that continues to, to listen every week. I encourage every one of you to message me. I'll respond. Message yeah. Jeffrey, message Tito, message mm-hmm. us something like a question or, or give us a bunch of questions. We will gladly answer them. That's, yeah. that's what this is all about. And that's what it would take like on the, on the, the media. Like we don't have the media, obviously a super cross. We're not, we're not to right. that point, yeah. mm-hmm. but if you promoted it, well, you guys have a pretty good following impulse media does. And you promoted it through podcasts the weeks before, right? You promoted it on your Instagram. You put, you tagged us drivers that you asked to be in it that week or whatever, even all the drivers. And we helped you promote it. Then you could get spectators in there. There'd be people lining up questions left and right. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and then maybe Champ would get involved and be like, hey, we want to we wanna video it. But it shouldn't take us doing their job, right? It should take them going, Hey, would you guys be interested in this? And then asking their media guys like, Hey, this is something we should, that sounds like it would be a banger. Like let's all get together and do it. Right. You know, what we should do is like free fireball shooters for the first like 20 <laughs> people that show up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Crowd. So, yeah. Crowd. yeah for, for first 20 people that show up. Like, Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey Rodney, <laughs> yeah. what's your son? <laughs> <laughs> But like the autograph signing and stuff, I, I, I think the, the, this stuff would be better than that. I hate to say it. Well, is, and I got a question is champ. Cause I don't know enough about this and you guys might have to help me out a little bit, but uh, does, do them guys shut you down? Are you even asking to do this stuff? They're just not interested. Yeah. Right? So they're, they're not, they're not trying to they're grow. They don't, they don't pay anybody to do it. Do they I think not know problem. how maybe, maybe they don't know how well, no, they it costs hire. money. So it they, costs money to hire somebody. So they're somebody. thinking rash, and they're thinking just in the moment. They're not thinking long term. Well, the well they're thinking there's a private term. owner that's yeah. not involved at all, right? So this is a business. Ultimately, unless he 110 percent, I don't know him personally, just really loves racing. You would have to, if you look at it from a business standpoint, and you go, okay, it's going to cost me this much money, money to ha- add a media, uh, media person per event, yada, yada, yada. If he doesn't see that reflection, which the track doesn't get the gate, right? So he realistically probably isn't going to see that reflection. 
So as a business owner, you're going to go, does that make sense? But as, this stuff, as a what track, does it, it would. What does this stuff we're talking about cost though as a thing? No idea. That's but what, I don't think it costs anything. No, Everybody's willing not. to do it. Just endorse it and, and promote it. Yeah, I mean, you got it. enough people. I mean, look at you, Jeff and Tito here right now. They, they and love Lyle. this. Lyle's not here, but Lyle's he's in there. as well. Yeah. But these guys love the sport so much that they're borderline willing to lose money. To oh, no, no, no. We're not losing money. Exactly. Until two days ago, we were negative. $486. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think it's crazy. You guys are just out there still grinding and doing it because you love the sport that much. You we know all what I mean? do. We all do. Yeah, Let's yeah, be yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, 100%. No, no, yeah, it's just not us. It's, yeah. it's Owen. It's yeah. Rodney. It's CJ. Yeah. yeah. You. Yeah. It's everybody. So you got people yeah. willing to help, people willing to do it. Who is the guy above not being so rash, not hearing you guys out? But it takes money to make money. I get it. You're not going to see it right away, but you will see it at the end. But like, listen to the guys. At the end of the day, you got to you gotta think like this way. Is it going to grow entry fees? Probably not. But will it grow, put spectators in the seat? Yes. Yes. But that's up to the tracks, right? So if the, if the series isn't gaining from participating, right, because they don't get the entry fee money or they don't get the spectator money, are they really going to be interested in helping? That's the sad part. If if you look at it strictly as a business, you don't give a shit about the racing. You don't go to the races. You don't give a fuck, right? And you're only looking at it as a business. He's going to go, no, that's up to the tracks to do that at each event if they want to put asses in the seat, yeah. which isn't right because we're not all under the same umbrella is the problem. Because the thing of it is, is, you know, if there's more, if there's more racer entries, like, okay, then, then they make money in, in that sense. You know what I mean? But- how, how do you, then you're relying on, on more racer entries then, you know what I mean? And like he said, though, it's on the track to that. Cause again, the track, it's the, the gate sales, the food and beverage, like that kind of stuff. The track gets that the, the series doesn't. So it's like, okay, what's in it for them to promote it to that level. Again, they, they have enough driver entries or at least enough to keep a sustainable to turn series. guys away basically in yeah. TVs for the last couple of years. Yeah. Sure. So it's like, okay, then why would they, again, from, again, from a business standpoint, then it's like, okay, this is making me this X amount of money. It's sustainable. Why would I spend more money and then not see the return, but the track will see the return. But not only it. that, but the, I get it. the sponsors, sponsors, you're potentially getting yes, more sponsors. Gain sponsors. The, at the end of the day, it's that we're not under the same umbrella, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're all yeah. under our own umbrella. And we're all trying to keep the rain off of each one of us. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. The, the hard part is yeah. don't you sometimes stand back and go, what we spend racing and stupid. Well, it's kind of our own fault sometimes because oh, we, we spend this and we have these badass haulers and we spend all this money. I hope I'm wrong, but you sit here and you stand back and go, maybe the sport just can't sustain what we're spending. And if that's the case and it can't get big enough, then we all need to reduce our budgets. But everybody's got, they're, they're the biggest ego in the world. I'm, I'm as bad as anybody and I want to go out there and win and beat everybody at, at any cost, you know? Yeah, no, but no, it, would, it, would take, it would take the tracks in the series to do the same thing, right? Because if we all cut our costs down and it, they keep bumping theirs up, it, it really ain't going to help us at all. I mean, it, it's still going to come down to, it's going to almost make us try harder to be win races because that's the only way you have any chance at getting some money back. Right. Yeah. So if you try to cut costs and then you start doing worse or something like that, it's ultimately costing you more yeah. money and it, it under any circumstance, it's a, it's a double edged sword, 
But at the end of the day, without us all being one team in, in one goal in mind, like the fact that the series charges the tracks, right? Then the tracks charge the drivers. Why do we pay 600 bucks for a parking spot? No idea. Where did this fucking number come from? I don't know. <laughs> Someone pulled it out of their ass. One track did it. We all had to pay it. And then they caught wind. The next track said, well, you charge 600 bucks. I only caught charge 300. Fuck. I'm, I'm up in minus 600. Now it's 600 across the board at every track. It's like, at some point, there's got to be a line drawn. It, it could be up to the series to go, hey, we're going to make the max. It's 400 bucks, so we're not coming for the pros. And then the, the tracks would have to do it. But it all goes back to being under one umbrella, right? It, it would have to be the, the series, say, theoretically, after a certain percentage, say, of profit gain for a track, you would have to then budget or give some, the series get some or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has to benefit everybody for all of us to be under one umbrella, right? So like, like we were saying, all this, the, the, the media, the, the, all these different activities, we've thought of ways to bring crowds in and we're looking for champ support. Why would they support it? They don't see it. They're not going to see the income of it. So why are they yeah. going to support it? That's the shitty thing about it. It's oh. like, we're trying to grow the sport and we want it to grow as a sport. And if you're in it as a business, Nothing wrong with that, right? That's he's yeah, the one spending yeah, the money. It's, it's it's a business, it's a business. to him. Yeah. So he's gonna do what's best for the business. But why would he try to make get more seats in the fucking more asses in the seats? Because are they doing it ass backwards then? Instead of the tracks paying the series, shouldn't the series just pay the track? Be like, hey, we're coming to Annie Go. We rent the whole place. We're giving you a hundred grand, but we get everything. We get everything. So and, and that's yeah. so and this is and yeah. so and this is this is how I view it. So this is how like like stand up comedy works. <clears throat> so like let's say so like he does stand up comedy. Yeah, I do stand up, yeah. <laughs> so like let's say let's say this let's say I wanted to rent out the, the C section, right? Yeah. Oh, you can let's, let's say I want to rent out the shop. Okay, I'm like, hey CJ, how much to rent this out? And it's like, oh, it's two hundred dollars. Okay. So I'll pay him $200 to rent this, this out. So like, let's say I'm the series, I'll pay you $200 to rent this out. I get ticket sales yeah. then. So then I get the ticket sales. You right. get food and beverage. Yeah. So obviously you just, you rented out your venue, you got paid for your venue and you get food and beverage because again, you're incurring all that cost. I'm the one renting this out. I'm the one bringing the, the, the crowd Spectators. here. Yep. And then I get the, I get the ticket sales. So now I'm basing my, ticket sales off of how much I need to make. So like, let's say it's $200. Okay. Well we got enough for hundred people in here. Okay. Well I'll charge $5 for hundred people. It's like $500, $300. Well then let's say I bring two other people with me. Okay. Well then let's make it a $10 ticket. Yeah. Right. So on and so forth. The way that it's going <laughs> is that CJ is the one hiring me yeah. and then I, I don't know. I don't even know how that, how that would, how that would like know. go about it then. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? I'm hiring you to host an event, like and to bring all your, all the comedians. Yeah. Yeah. Or to, and, to and bring then, the, the, the crowd essentially. Yeah, I'm paying each one of you guys to come and then I'm keeping everything that gains from it. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, there's still the same amount of money made, whether you do it that way or this way, there's X amount of money you've made and but what? there's like incentive though, like for yeah, you to, yeah. for, for more at, ticket sales. Like right? obviously if you want to, race at Crandon then obviously the price goes up so it's like at Crandon it's like alright let's say they make two million dollars every race yeah. that, that they host so it's like Champ has to up, you know they have to bring 1.5 million yeah. and then right. in hopes of making a five but then even that it's like alright like 
yeah, I don't know. It's just all. So it's, it's like, like it's like Champ being uh, like, hey, we'll rent out Cranon for five hundred thousand dollars and we get ticket sales. Cranon's like, okay, we make five hundred thousand dollars and then we get food and beverage. Yeah, yeah. like all right, yep. you you would think. Yeah, yeah. but do you think? champ as a business even wants that responsibility because then they have to promote it right now they get paid sixty thousand dollars just to show up well exactly and they don't have to do nothing they don't care if it flops right if the if the spectators flop it costs them nothing that's where this is all broken is we're we're not trying to grow as a family right we're not trying to grow as one we're trying to grow individually the track's trying to grow we need to make Van, money. We right? need a Van Diesel. The series is the series is is trying to grow <laughs> to make money. The racers, we're just all taking it in the ass to try to break even. First of all, good on the. Uh, oh shit! She texted me back. You're lying. You're lying. Let's Stop hear it. Or, or, let's, see. let's hear it. No, let's see. I'll, I'll read it He's to you. I'll, I'll read it to you. I'll read it to you. How do we know it's actually her? Well, uh, I'll, I'll read it to you. She says, I'm sorry. I don't have this number saved. Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, no, what? Fuck. you know what? She didn't even respond last time. Yeah. What are the odds of that? Yes, we're is that we're actually what it says? Yeah, here. Oh, it does. Oh, she see the laughing face. The laughing face the la- was a hit. Yeah. Yep. All right. You know what? Thank so, you guys. Appreciate you. You got her full name in your phone, but she don't know who you are. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'll happen. You'll Stop get her. Safe to say. Safe to say. Who wanted it? Yeah. 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 I wanted it. Uh, this is completely off topic, but. When we were talking about rods earlier in the UTVs, oh, and do you remember when when Scotty Beast put in that supercross track oh my at your God, house? That was sketchy. And I, oh. I was the first one yeah. to do that triple after yeah. the the, yeah. the Camelback thing, like that you'd skip yeah. off yep. and nobody would do you it. Overjumped and it. I overjumped <laughs> the shit out of it. I thought I landed out to the flat. Your by face like, out on the front fender. Pretty yes, much. <laughs> there was a uh, ninety degree after like the finish line to say, and then there was that triple going into a little pond. Didn't the first time both you guys hit it, you hit it in a train and both just cased it so bad and framed it? I don't think. He was already doing it before I was there, but he wasn't doing the one after the Camelback. Dude, I have a video still of the whole track if you want to see it. I was there for it. I watched that. I watched you guys there one day. Ride the Supercross track? Yeah. Yeah. That was was like the first thing. That's the first. That was gnarly. I didn't even want to ride around it. I'm like, fuck that. I rolled it. But (laughs) do you remember when your dad a couple years ago came and redid the track? Was railing that rut on the outside on the same spot I'm talking, eats it, gets stays down a little bit, gets up, and then comes into the berm, like the supercross berm that's still there from the from the track, washes the front on that slippery ground, and then didn't he collapse along that yeah. there and break yeah. a rib? Yeah, because yeah, I'm at work and you Johnny's telling me, Oh, Jack's gonna be sweet by the time you get out of work. This is gonna be awesome. <laughs> so you know he's heading to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. The it's 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 the he sounded like your dad too. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, how old were you guys when you guys started racing moto together? Uh, I was, I think, nine years old, and he would, uh, 
eight or nine and he would he would come get us and just take us for a couple days he was 10 years older so he was about 18 or so yeah he was nine years older than me and he would just come get me and we'd just go riding for like three days yeah i'd be on a 60 he'd be on a 125 250 yeah damn do you remember jake vaness riding your supercross i wasn't gonna bring that up i I remembered it as soon as you said that oh my god i like jake but he was a fish out of water dude like i love jake he was one of my you know jake vaness he was one of my one of my best friends growing up and then as we got older we parted ways and he kind of did one thing with his life and i did another but we grew up riding motocross together and when they had this supercross track there that i think it was like the second time i went out there i was helping carter beast before um monster cup and he was cup, running yeah. superman yep. mm-hmm. so i went and rode it a couple times and then the next time i went out there i just like strictly helped him and tried to get him going and, and be like his motivator and whatever and uh, my buddy Jake came out and he was, I think he was on a YZ one or 250 YZ two stroke. 250 two stroke. Yep. And he was, so he, by the end of his career, he was top three A rider. He's a good rider. You'd say locally, yeah. locally a yeah, top three A rider. Yeah. He was pretty good. He would win motos. And if he stayed off the ground, he was fast. And he went there. And it was the, one of the scariest things I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> I didn't want to ride the track. I knew Jake's a pretty good rider. And I'm like, after that, I ain't fucking going out. Laporte came out. Laporte came out one day too. I don't. Yeah. I, I do remember yeah. him I coming out, day. but I don't remember yep. watching him ride if he was good. No, he, went, he went. I thought. Day. I thought he only did a couple laps. Yeah, because yeah, he, he left. Well, uh, it's a gnarly supercross track, so like, no offense to him or nothing, but <laughs> he was doubling the triples and stuff, and and you guys were like hitting him and stuff, but barely clearing him. And I remember Vaness after the dragons back the triple that you guys were talking about. He hit that thing. Born and <laughs> straight landed in the face of the landed so hard bounced off the bike. I strictly yeah. remember this. <laughs> no, like really. Fell off the back of the bike. Like. <laughs> God damn. I'm not, I'm not laughing. That track was difficult. Yeah. I mean, Dude, it was a good rider, but. It was gnarly. I know that was completely off topic, but <laughs> when we were talking about it early, I, I was just thinking about that, like yeah. in mm-hmm. remembering Owen and, and when we were there riding in Scotty Feast's <laughs> yeah. track and how brutal it was. So uh, I guess uh, to not so much get back on track, but uh, as a father-son combo of racing, how is that as far as like driving versus or being on the track and off the track? Well, I guess I'll go first, but I mean... It's weird. Like right now, I I can't imagine like, like I just, I lived it through Johnny and CJ before we ever did it, you know, but right now it it almost feels so normal. It's not even funny that I feel like right now, someday when I, when I'm done and hopefully he's still racing or whatever, I'm going to probably be like, God damn, I wish I'd cherish it moments a little more right now. It feels so normal. It's just like a, it's what we do. You know, in the beginning was like really cool. Like just standing and staging and talking about shit. And it's still cool. Don't get me wrong. It almost feels just natural right now, but someday I'm going to stand back and go, fuck, that was pretty goddamn cool. Don't yeah, you think CJ? I mean, dude, a hundred percent. Like I think about it too, even, um, Stover, Brandon Stover, you remember him? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Put out a post. Uh, I think it was today talking about his dad. In, in their business and how they've grown with their business. And, and I read it. My mom actually commented on it like, man, that brings tears to my eyes just reading what he said. And then I think about like the relationship that like my dad and I have, you and Owen have, being able to do like realistically our business and, and, yeah. and what we enjoy to do week in and week out. But with each other, um, I just did, I don't remember if it was an interview or what we were talking um, a couple of weeks ago. 
And I was able to say the same thing. Like, uh, actually it was this week I went to Toyota for a, uh, photo shoot thing and we talked about it and I was like, you know, there's probably 2% people in the world that get to race with their father or, or get to race with their son at a a, professional level, at a professional level and do it at a, at a level that you're competitively trying to make money and run it as a business. Like that's pretty incredible. And then we do it seven well we do it 16 times a year and we don't even think twice about it and one day we're gonna we're gonna sit down and go we are are part of a very very small few people in the world that got to do this at the level we did and it's it's gonna be something priceless well i think you look at every single professional sport motocross supercross nba you see it with lebron and his son in college now potentially going pro next year whatever their whole goal is to play against each other but for, for us, it's like the perfect sport. It's the only thing where a father and son can do it yeah. with each other. Motocross and Supercross is you're, you're retiring practical. at 30 years yeah. old. Yeah. You know, yeah. NBA, most people aren't playing till 30, whatever LeBron is, you know, and NFL, you're obviously retiring just like Supercross. We're literally the only type of thing where you can have a father son. So basically you're saying an old bastard like me can still race against a young buck. Like you. <laughs> well, well, he can try. Well, well, is, is I know you had the video of you guys testing that crane and you can hear you in the background telling your dad the lines. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's it, it it it's so full circle of me literally one day going, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, blah blah all of a sudden the next day like, all right, what are you doing in this car? And I I know I know yeah. your dad does the same thing. Same thing. thing. Yeah. Dude, 100%. You know what's funny about the whole thing between you and John and and me and Owen is it's almost exactly the same where I'm kind of a loose cannon and he's really controlled. Dude, 100%. It's the same thing with you two, like 100%. I mean, Uh, it's so weird. It's not even funny. But you know what I I all blame it to? We grew up riding two-stroke dirt bikes and all you (laughs) needed to do is hold that fucker wide open, pull in the clutch, and you felt like you were fast as shit. So now I try to do that in the UTV and it just don't work. Yeah. Yeah. That's just wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. And, and like we said earlier, my dad and, and yourself, Rodney are 10 years apart and Owen and I are 11 years apart. Yeah. Like it's, it's almost, it's almost one in the same and it's creepy. Oh, it's weird. It's like, it's, holy, it's, how could yeah. this be that? Almost a reflection. Right. Yeah. And what, what, what's the ultimate goal to get to? Obviously you guys are pro UTV stock and mod. Um, is there any aspirations of going to Pro 2, Pro 4, Pro Light? Rodney's been through that a lot. Well, I, yeah. You yeah. know, with, with, with our business and stuff and our relationship with Yamaha, I mean, especially now that CJ left and opened a door for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, with our relationship with Yamaha, what I'd love to say, me, I, I don't really have an aspiration to get in a Pro Tour before. I mean, I'd love to drive one and race one, but there's no way I'm fielding a truck out there. No way, no how. No way, no how am I doing it for him either, unless something opened up. But you guys know, I don't want to say it's easy, but it's easier to get a manufacturer sponsor like Players Can-Am Yamaha than it is to field an outsource sponsor like Monster, Red Bull, or anybody to field a Pro 4 truck. Yep. You yeah. guys have done the best job of anybody in the world of keeping sponsors over the years. You, you get them, and you hang on to them, and you treat them good, and you guys hang on to them. Yep. The days right now of starting a Pro 4 team and latching on to some major corporate sponsor... What do you guys think the odds are? I mean, one in... It's tough. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. 200? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. you, you, you think about how many Pro 4 drivers have come through, 
And it's like, how many have come through and left? And well, how many have come through and had a sponsor that actually paid for it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it gets even slimmer. You yeah. Know? It's, it's, and I guess what I'm getting at is, would I love to say someday you could be in that? Yeah. But uh, be the realistic side of me, I, I mean, we're going to be Yamaha for the rest of our life. We're, there's no chance of us going anywhere else or doing anything else. I, and we've been getting, you know, they've been really good to us and, I, I, hopefully that opens up some doors for him in the future, you know? Yeah, exactly. Now, would that be up to Owen as far as if he wants to go up to ProLite even? Like, to be well, like, Dad, I want to go to ProLite. pays for it. Exactly. But or he's like, thing. Dad, can I try ProLite? But I have so-and-so sponsor. Now I'm, I'm my own little business guy. Now I got so, so, so-and-so sponsor. Well, the hard thing is, is for me, let's say that my dad retires and I'm doing this by myself. And let's say I'm making a living racing just UTVs. Let's say why? Why go up? Exactly. Yeah. I'm making oh. a living racing UTVs. Yeah. It, he, okay. All right. He, I see. I, I mean, I don't mean to stop you again, on, but no. Nope. He's watched what CJ has done his whole life, and and not to say you just want to be CJ, but you you CJ made a living racing not not just UTVs and Pro Fours, but is it possible sure, to be? making a living racing UTVs. Yeah, Cal Cheney does it. I mean, yeah. that's not your whole thing, but it's possible. But I think he has the the opportunity to maybe be there, but he's playing it by ear and going, all right, if it's there, I'm going to take it. If it's not, I guess I got to find another career path, which we have the business, which I don't want him involved in. I don't want to put that stress on him at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is not the way to do it. No. Yeah, yeah and as Owen was saying, like the... In, in the big picture, what's growing? Right. Yeah. The UTV industry, man. Like it's, it's, oh, yeah. Fucking bonkers. Well, right? not you as go, cool as a Pro 4, but I don't care. It's, no, it's, 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 it pays the same. Yeah. yeah. Well, look what yeah. you can do in UTV. I mean, Pro 4, there's Champ Off Road and what else? And UTV, you have MAO, you have all these rock series like Ultra 4, yep. King of Hammers. You can race year round. You can do ice races with them yeah. and stuff. It's a whole year round where there's a potential for you to, make money through a manufacturer wanting you to promote in rocks, promote in short course, promote in desert, and anything. A and pro four, you're limited to champ off-road circuit right. as of right now. Yeah. You, you got to be well-versed if you're going to a manufacturer and ask for a bunch of money. Yeah. I'm sorry, you, you can't really go to Yamaha or Polaris or anybody and say, yeah, I just want to race uh, six or eight short course events and I want this <laughs> much. Right. I mean, that's why you guys are doing King of Hammers and other things to... What yep. about like uh, desert? Like Baja or the Mint or yeah, it's the same thing though. It depends what what whatever sponsor wants you. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's, like do you guys put that out there every now and then? Or like let's say, hey, we want to do one desert race. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like yeah. Can, I think can there's we a good chance in, of can it. we put that in our budget we're, we're, to build a yes. car or whatever. Yep, yep. That's we're right. working on that, and, and who knows if it'll ever come to fruition. But we want to do that really bad. So does Yamaha, but it needs to make sense. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. I mean, okay. look at the direction of UTVs. Look at Can Am's new things. Kawasaki sounds like it's coming out new thing. The Polaris, I mean, yeah. there are all these big built-in machines, yeah, that are like desert and rock orientated or focused. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, they and not a, not only that, but um, a lot of these manufacturers, and I think Rod could probably preach for it better than anyone owning a business. It's not the the performance platform that's selling and making people money, right? It's your R Maxes, it's your Rangers, it's your Defenders, it's your Expeditions, it's your 
through the ranks, it's the people that l- become the love of brand because of a racer, right? Whoa. The guys that follow um, Owen and Rodney that, that come and buy an R-Max because they love Yamaha, right? And they see you guys running them and they love the brand. The people that follow Kyle Cheney, the people that follow myself that follow a manufacturer because of racing, but then there's all these other units down the line. That's why we have expeditions. We have Rangers. We go trail ride in all these other units because that's what the consumer wants. Well, that, that's why, okay, I always sat here and said, okay, Supercross sells out, you know, that, that, that their numbers are ridiculous, right? And I sit here and look at that and I go, are that many people buying dirt bikes? No, they're not. I mean, there's a lot of dirt bikes, so don't get me wrong. But what Yamaha, Honda, and Suzuki, and Kawasaki, KTM, everybody's venueing for is if they win there, okay, they, they might not buy a dirt bike, but they're going to go buy a UTV or ATV or a motorcycle or something else. And I think it's the same thing here. They're, they're not necessarily going to buy the sport model, but... If if uh, Yamaha or Polaris wins, maybe they're going to buy the the utility model. Yep. You know? Right. Okay. Well, and then <clears throat> I mean, look back at the Baja One Thousand. The guy from Australia, dude, bought a KTM from San Diego, five year old KTM, drove oh, it down, awesome and then story. yeah, drove it back. That. And the thing of it is, just just that KTM alone, knowing like yeah. he did that. You can make a, a story on it. You yeah. can make a an advertising point on it just because some crazy yeah. Aussie went and did it. Like, hey, yeah. KTM has proven to go, you know, 2,600 miles. Yeah. Right. Like five years old. Drove it there. Yeah. He, he <laughs> picked it, it up in San Diego and he's like, you know what? You know, he crossed the border yeah. with it, drove all the way down to La Paz and then drove it all the way back up that to Ensenada. <laughs> so it's like, dude, like... What everyone was asking, what bike is he on? What bike is he on? What bike is he on? KTM, yeah. KTM. Yeah. So like KTM yeah. can like Dude. float him a free bike and just be like, hey man, like proven, however it may be. So again, like it, it does go back to like, yeah. Again, they uh, got so much free advertisement out of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, yeah. can a person can a person again like sell a brand? That's essentially then what it yeah. comes okay. down to. That well, makes more sense. We're almost at three hours, but I got I got two questions. I got and, and I got will, one question too to end. Okay. I'll ask my two and then you can go. Okay. Um, first, my first one is if there's anything you could drive in the world for a night, a weekend on a track, what would it be? Oh, F1 car. I like Ooh. That. We haven't yeah. heard I that mean, yet. A pro four would be, but I've already <laughs> driven yours a couple of times, yeah. <laughs> which was the most ridiculous experience of my life. Don't, don't get me wrong, but it'd have to be an F1 car. I wouldn't want to go the speeds they're going. I just want to just drive it. Go rip it. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> I'd, I'd for sure do F1 car too, but since he said that I'll switch up a little bit, I've never driven a pro four. I'd like to do a pro four, not as much as an F1, just simply because it's, it's still short course. I mean, our, yeah. our turbos are are basically run the same pro, lap time to a pro four. So it's like an F1 car is just, insane. I mean, you look, yeah, you look at F1 and you just go, I want to drive that technology, thing, you know, yeah. that stuff. Yeah. All right. Must be hey, nice. another question. Can, can one of us be like your backup drivers? Like third in line. Does it go back? He's got a click thing? You got a slider track in there? Yeah. You got the power on the side. All right. And this one might be, you might have it taken it, Owen, but. You may not may not have went through those years yet, but Rodney, we, we've talked about um, a couple different times on a couple different episodes here, talking about years that were um, we felt like more mentally challenging than actual like performance in like your vehicle, like those years that um, you feel like y- you know that you have the car to win, but you're just not in it, and and like the mental. Um, 
the mental challenge that goes through it. Keegan has expressed his side. I don't know if it's been on any podcast or just to you guys mm-hmm. yeah. um, privately, but about like winning the cup race and the championship in the same year and then just not being not being okay with it or not feeling like he was satisfied yeah. about it. And I've talked about years like the, the years that um, we, we cut off the front of my truck and put a different front end on it. And we just had to grind it out like a year that you didn't have it. And it was like mentally, you knew physically, like it was just going to take that confidence or whatever it takes to get there. Have you ever had those years that you knew you had the equipment and it was all there, but mentally you just couldn't get over whatever that hump was? You know, I think it's almost opposite. I mean, you can ask your dad because I would joke. We joke. I'd go to the motocross track and I'd I'd do a I'd do a practice session. I'd be sitting on the tailgate and he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm talking myself into getting my head out of my ass because I'm a pussy and I need to go out there and." <laughs> you know? and I'll, I'll tell you what. You could say what you want about me, but I I very rarely use my equipment as an excuse. Like I'll be like, you know what, I suck and I got to figure it out. The last two years have been tough. I only won one pro turbo race each year in the last two years, you know, and this last year, the first half of the year, I'm not kidding you. I, I, I was like talking myself off the ledge, like, holy shit, I, I'm, I don't have it. I got to get out of here. And I, I focused so much on blaming it on myself that I actually started turning back on the car and go, maybe it can be better. And, and I did change a bunch of stuff towards the end of the year. And I felt like I finally got competitive at the end of the year. If that went to happen, oh my God, I, I don't know. I don't know where the off season <laughs> went. Yeah, and, and that's what I've always said too, is, is there was years that I like continuously, like we'd get back and Devin and I would just sit down in the trailer and he would be like, it looked like this. And I would tell him what I felt like and be like, all right, what can we positively do to make a change? Like, obviously I'm not comfortable. Something yeah. isn't making me comfortable. Right. So what can we... Between what you saw and what I felt, what can we do to make a change that might mentally make me more yeah. comfortable? And it seems like those are the years that are hardest because you know it's not your vehicle, right? right? Mm-hmm. You know you have the car to win, right. but why can't you mentally get in yeah. that headspace? And it's like, to me, um, we, we talked about it a couple uh, episodes ago. To me, it was not having fun anymore. When I got to the point where I didn't enjoy being at the track and I was like grinding it out every night, I would just sit at the trailer and I would look at my truck and I'd be like, what do I got to do to make it better? Right. Were the years that I, I didn't perform well. Right. And when I finally went and I know it sounds bad, but when I, when I finally was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to go have fun with my friends at night and, and enjoy the weekends. Yeah. You gotta remember we give up every weekend during the summer basically yeah. to do this. Right. So if you can't have fun with your friends and everything, and I always told myself, and it took a little bit to stick behind it, but I told myself from the get go, if I ever stop having fun, doing this, I need to just tell my dad and I need to quit because we spend a lot of time and money. We could take this money and do something else with it and go have endless amounts of fun weekends with, with our friends, our family, everyone else and, and enjoy it. So I'm like, when I stopped having fun and it became a point where I couldn't go out at night, I couldn't go hang out with my friends. I couldn't roam the pits and bullshit with you guys and, and all my other friends and go up to the band and whatever is when I didn't perform well. And when I finally just ex- like let go and went, I need to enjoy this. This is supposed to be fun. I understand it's a job, yeah. right? And we're there to do a job and, and people rely on us, but we have to be able to enjoy it to be able yeah. to por- perform well is when I finally started getting comfortable again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what's going to change over the years though is as long as you're going to be in the racing and I've already been, you're going to have to find that next thing to keep it Interesting. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I hate to say it, like when he started getting into racing, you know, the pro turbo and the pro stock, that got me motivated again. 
you know, yeah. that, that, that excite me. I'm sure your dad would say the same thing, but like I said, you found, you found that thing now, but in, in a couple of years, you're going to find another thing. So I guarantee you, because otherwise you're just going to be like, ah, I'm over it. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. And I you think, I, I don't think, uh, I think my dad still got that motivation. He's been like one of the only guys that I have ever met in my life that can go race 18 rounds. And then the next day be like, Hey, you want to go, go trail riding? No, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to fucking go drive something else. I've been doing this all fucking year. Did you break your ribs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that fucking trail, the trails are mint. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. It just rained yeah. up there. Yeah. Like, come on. Right, man. No so, dust. Yeah, like, like, and, and, and that's something that I don't, I wouldn't for say I have that mentality like i mm-hmm. he just fucking yeah. loves racing loves driving loves having that yeah. and i think that's what keeps him going and and he definitely has taken a step away in the in this year in particular yeah. the end of 2023 into 2024 um has taken a step away more than i've ever seen it he's to that point like where you were saying where he's kind of just like fuck it but there's a side of him that's like i want to say fuck it but i want to give it another year or two yeah. of like a a good 110% effort of whatever it takes to get the best guys behind me. Right. Mm-hmm. If I need X, I want a guy there that can do it. If I yeah. need a, if I need a spotter and I'm not saying he does or anything like that, but he's like, if I feel like all of a sudden that I need a spotter or I need somebody that's going to come help my crew guy yeah. be more happy, bring more joy to the team or something along those lines, I'm willing to take that, that chance. Yeah. If I can bring, um, we brought in summer help that works kind of full time for us right now to take some ease off the guys to try to bring the, the hype back up in it. He's like, I'm willing to do that. So I think that's all things that, that mentally it takes. He's he's more relaxed now than I see him a long time. We were forever. Yeah. It's, it's cool. So you can't tell me that's not going to help him next year. Him sitting here grinding all winter long in the shop. I I don't think he needs to do that. What he's doing right now. I won't be surprised if he came out pretty badass. Yeah. And and you got to remember last year he gets built a brand new truck, right? And he's been running the same style truck for the last 25 (laughs) years. And yep. now he goes into a truck that's my style, which is not him. Yeah. And it fucking bites him the first yeah. fucking practice out and, <laughs> like and hurts him. Lab one and a half. First practice <laughs> at Dirt City. Right? Oh, through yeah. The, well, the fence. well, he, yeah, but that, <laughs> that, that wasn't the truck's doing. <laughs> that was a, that was a, like a, like a, oh shit panic mode of like, I don't know, just not paying attention. Yeah. I would think because, because of the confidence side, but. Um, I definitely think that, you know, after all those years and then it biting him right away, he, yeah. he'll tell you straight up that that was the first time he's been scared. Yeah. Mm. Like it, it set him back. Yeah, he he was scared. And last year, I would say is probably one of the first years that you could ask him that was the most mentally challenging. Cause he, he, yeah. what's even worse than that, right? We went to Anago, then Kyle gets in and then we go to spring Crandon and my truck, uh, I'm fighting tires. I'm fighting setup. I, yeah. I can't get my tires in my truck to work. I jump in his truck and I win oh, after man. it fucking crashed. Yeah. Now he's got to get back in it and he knows it's good. Right. Mm-hmm. So now you got to try to mentally just <laughs> think like everyone knows it just won. How do you follow that up? Yeah. I would say this is probably one of the most 2023 yeah. was the most mentally challenging year he's had in his career. So I'll, I'm going to go back to the start of your question where yeah. it was like, you know, you start, you feel this way. And then as the season or whatever goes on, you feel different. I feel like, Every year, every racer comes in thinking they got it figured out, no matter what. <laughs> you have something different on your car that that you think is just the most baddest thing in the world that's going to kill everyone. And you always come in there and then you learn at some point that it's not, that it's not all that, you know? 
And, and everyone feel, else did their homework yeah. too. Yeah. 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 And, but, but you learn on that and then you keep improving next year that eventually it catches up. Like I feel like he started off slow this year, but I was, I did pretty good in turbo at the start of the season. I started with three out of four podiums yeah. and, you know, I was really close to the win in both of them. I think I, I was right close, but to Cheney one day and then you one day at Anago, we were right behind each other and stuff. And, but then it's just like this year, I'm making a little change to my race cars, which I heard, I know you heard about and stuff and whatever, but, but yeah, it's just like, you think like, that's the answer coming into the race season and you see the same, tell the green flag drops, tell the green flag drops, but you're never going to know, you know? <laughs> yeah. So. I think as a racer too, like, um, well, bitch, keep it down. Wow. I didn't yeah. know you're <laughs> Put your visor on. Yeah. He's so like, one, one minute I don't talk, and the next minute I come out <laughs> yeah. fucking excited. But so this is as a racer, you know, mentally you kind of you get too on yourself. Me and Benji were talking about this, you know, a couple episodes ago. Like, is sometimes it, you're thinking about the racing too much. You're so involved, like you're not having fun. But um, sometimes it could be just like you need a sticker on your car that just gives you that mental or you need to scuff your wing a little bit more or like you need to maybe put a little bit more bling on it. You just need one little <laughs> thing that sets it off that, that gets you that like little jive to get you going to mm-hmm. get you like. Yeah, that changes little, the the hype a little bit. Yeah, exactly. It changes and, your mojo and the flow. And oh, yeah. Sometimes it's just stick to the basics. Like, you know, your car works. Yeah. It's just something mentally inside you as a racer. You just need to overcome. Yeah. And it is pretty hard to do, but. And I know, and this is more of a question towards Owen. Um, y- you've obviously went through majority of the growing pains already, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Like in, in the last, I would say two, three years mm-hmm. has been a, a, an upward climb that's went really, really quick. Right. And you had to adapt to it. What do you think uh, has been the biggest thing you've had to overcome to get to where you are now, to feel comfortable, to feel confident? Well, I think, I think the hardest part for me was, is, it was my progression started so young at eight years old. I was in a, in a kid's cart. You, what year did you start? Was your first year racing? What age? Well, I did a kid's cart too. At, I don't even know, but okay. I was a in a super buggy then, at 14. Yeah. At 14. Yeah. So the thing is, is that 13 was my first pro race. So I've been pro for four years now. So it's like that progression. It feels like in me, like I need to, I need to win now. Like that's yeah. what I have to do. And, but I look at it still and go, man, I, I just turned 17 a couple months ago. Like, that's the hard part that I got a balance of like, I've been pro for four years now. Like I got to start winning and, and be more competitive. And then, but at the same point I look at it and go, man, I'm still only 17, which is the biggest challenge that I've had to deal with mm-hmm. throughout Basically, these last I couple tell years. Him, you need to start fucking beating CJ Greens. Yeah. And he says, yeah, but he's a lot older than me. And there's a, there's a, a, a line of enjoyment that needs to come right yeah. with mm-hmm. it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So as, as you're going and I can, I can probably preach as, as good as you can to about anybody that's yeah. as, as young as yourself mm-hmm. or, or I've been in it. I'm, 28 and been in it for 14 years mm-hmm. already and c- considered <laughs> yeah. one of the veterans yeah. of all of it and not, <laughs> not in, in my 20s. So, um, it, it's hard to, to accept that, that there's growth with it and you need to enjoy it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause a lot of and the times you'll come off the track and you'll have a bad race 
and you're just pissed off, right? For the rest you're of the night. You're hard on yourself. And you're so hard, hard on yourself. Yep. Right. And, and it reflects on your crew. It reflects on, on your spectators. It, it reflects on the people that come there to give up their time to see you. This is one of the biggest things. And, and I'll tell you straight up, it took me a long time to learn this. And it's something that I've been trying to pass along to Jake Kosmecki, to anybody that really, any of my friends, anyone that's trying to get involved in it, is you have to realize it. And, and I've said it a hundred times. When my career changed is when Devin came on the radio and said, I don't fucking care what place you finish. Give him, give me your best today. Yeah, I've told him that all the time. And, and we'll go from there. You give me yeah. your best today. I'll give you my best in the pit. And that's what it'll be. You don't need to come off the track pissed off. You don't need to be mad at yourself. You don't have to be mad at anybody. And that day changed my whole career. Cause then I went yeah. out there and there was one lap left of a pro four race. And he was going, you got this. And I was like 10 truck lengths behind my dad. And he's like, you got this. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and all he said, he came on the radio and he said, you don't fucking give up on me. That's mm -hmm. it. That's all he asked. He said, race to the finish. And I passed him leaving the gravel pit yeah. that lap. And, and it was insane. And from that day on, and Jake Kosmecki will preach for it as, as good as anybody. He's came off the track once and was mad. And, and his crew got a reflection of it. And I brought him in the trailer and I fucking shoot his ass. Mm -hmm. I said, that's not okay. Because you got to remember your crew guys, they work a full-time job. They take their weekends to come see you. All your fans take time off, take their, their hard-earned money to buy a ticket to come see you. They right. don't deserve any of that. They don't give a shit what place you got. Yeah. They came there to see you because they like you as a person. They like you as a team. Mm. That's the reason they fucking like you. Mm -hmm. They, yeah. they want to talk to you. They want to say hi. They want to fucking get an autograph. And when you come out there pissed off, now they don't like you no more. Yeah, and the hard, the hard part also yep. is so... 10 years old. <laughs> so when I, when I first, my, <laughs> when I first, when I, my first pro race, you were in pro stock. I was just in pro stock at that time. We had a deep field, but I don't feel like the level, the lap times that you were winning at that time, it's still obviously, but the lap times you were running have progressed until now. Brock came into the sport, elevated everyone. Right. And then you elevated everyone and it's constantly, everyone's elevating and I'm, I'm still getting better, but so is everyone else. And you need to take the step from even better to better. Right. You know, you're growing with them. Yeah. And, and it's almost like you got to grow twice yep. as much to be there. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I want to go back to what you said about the crew and stuff and coming off the track pissy. Cause I think it was me last year, even the year before when things weren't going good, I remember still like to this day we we're at Lena and I, I come off the track and I should have just been pissed off with the world. I don't remember what happened, at point, but everybody here knows Winkler, a good buddy Winkler, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I go back to Winkler, like, well, it is what it is. Huh? Let's, let's, let's just be positive. And I remember him saying something like, I can't believe you took that that well. And I, I had a, I, about halfway through, not last year, but the year before, I'm like, I'm not going to make it miserable on all these people that come here and help us for free on their own time. And I'm going to be positive because it ain't going to help the situation at all. They'll come off the track and be a little bitch. And that's what I instilled into him. I'm like, you don't come back to that pit and start bitching and complaining. I don't care if you get taken out or not. You just take it like a man and go, let's move on. Cause if you go back to the pits and be poopy pants with all the crew that's helping you for free, that ain't, that ain't a positive situation to be around. It makes it'll, it worse. It'll reflect yeah. on your racing too. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and I always say, if you got a problem and you need a minute, go in the trailer, take a minute. Yeah. If you want to go be mad at yourself, you want to go fucking throw your shit, yeah. go throw your shit, but go do it where someone doesn't see it. Go do it away from your crew. Yeah. Go do it away from your fans. Mm -hmm. Take a minute if that's what you need and then yeah. come back out. Like, and, and a good example is like the whole fucking Jimmy thing all year last year. It's funny. Everyone made this huge deal over it. And Jimmy and I, after the races yeah. were like, <laughs> 
Yeah. Like shit happens. <laughs> fucking, yeah. It'll yeah. be fine. Whatever. Right. And people get out and they're like, you should be mad. You should be this. And I'm just like, you know what? It is what it is. Right. It's the person, yeah. the fastest guy ain't, ain't always the guy who wins. It's the guy that doesn't give up on losing. Right. Yeah. That, right. that sometimes wins the race and that's the way it goes. Indeed. Yeah. Does shit always go your way? No. Does fucking shit happen where sometimes it flops the other way? Yeah. Yeah. But when you get out and you have a positive attitude and you're just like, I fucking went for it. That's what it is. Yeah. They made yeah. a call. Your fans go, I fucking like this guy. Yeah. yeah. He can fucking go for it. They Ricky can dock Carmichael him on it. Go back yeah. and they get on the podium and go, I got my ass kicked. I'm going to go back and work harder this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and hard to find nowadays. Yeah. It faster, is hard to find. The faster you can mature and the faster you can self-reflect <clears throat> on yourself, I think the better you're going to be and the better racer you're going to be. And without, You'll think of things differently. Without fans and without a following in these this support right fans to us are support Mm -hmm. why else would we do it if you don't have those people that are like fuck yeah and you came back to every time you you won or did good and there was like you and one guy and you're like that was sweet and then you walked away you'd be like this fucking game yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. it's the fans it's the support it's that that rivalry it's Mm -hmm. that that competitive nature but when you can throw down a race get short end of the stick, whatever, and come back and be like, yeah, fuck that guy. I got the short end of the stick and be happy. And, and just like, it is what it is. Everyone else, all your fans, everything grow off that. And the whole team feeds yeah. off that. Right. 100%. So you always, it, it's hard to do, but I think in the long, in the long run, I know that there's a lot of teams out there that don't all act this way and it, it makes it miserable and it makes the sport. I know a lot of crew guys. I know a lot of people that don't always enjoy their time there at the yeah. races. And, and I've learned the hard way and the, the long way through it, that if you, if you want to continue to do this and grow and have your team enjoy it, you have to make sure that you treat them the right way. Yeah. You have to make sure that you're making it fun for them and enjoy it as, as a family, really. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I make it fun as fuck, bro. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Tito's on the podium. Oh, <laughs> Someone else doesn't make it. That's fun. A lot of fun. Wait, it's, a, it's a job. <laughs> For him. <laughs> All right, it's your question. So, uh, actually, I got two questions. Owen, uh, what is your Snapchat score? Oh, <laughs> I love this. I want to see what mine is compared to his. How do I check that? <laughs> it's all, it's all old, yeah. Right on 600,000. Holy fuck, bro. Dude. Where, where am I at? That's is that, that, is that, that good, he says? That, that's not that That's what does that so mean? Dude, high, bro. 600,000? 600,000, dog. I've had I'm Snapchat. I'm 28. I've had it for fucking like 10 years fa- longer than you, and I have 246,000. What does that mean? That's how many people use Snapchat. What the fuck? No, okay. 600,000? 600,000? <laughs> All right. Oh, damn. Pick, damn. Pick someone. Dumbest <laughs> anywhere. Pick someone and I'll click on the oh, snap score. All I see, all I see is is message, 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 message. <laughs> <laughs> this dude goes like this. He goes, he goes, flip, pick one. One point six. Oh, that's a hoe for sure. <laughs> that was a girl. That, that's a, it's a girl. Pick yeah. a guy. Pick a, a guy. guy. The top guy on my on my thing. One point three. One point three. He's a hoe too. Oh my god, dude. I thought I snapped What's yours, Casey? I don't know. What Sixty-six thousand. Oh, dude. I three hundred thirty-four thousand. It's 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 it counts what every time. You're more than me. <laughs> I've had it longer than you. Really? Yes. You don't think I was old enough when Snapchat came out? Bro, Daddy's been there since day one. <laughs> I've been there since day one. I was there when you had to hold it down in order to view the message. Here, so you can was see I. When you I was there when you could see their best friends. And then when they I got rid of it, yeah. all the hoes were mad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so every time you send a Snapchat, July 12, 2018. Okay. How do you know right. when you got it? Yeah, Click you on your account and then just slide all the way down. 
we're all, we're all learning stuff. Yeah. Holy fuck, bro! This is embarrassing. All right, <laughs> click on, on your account. Like, what is yours? 2018. Oh. Where do you see it? So yeah, click on uh, click on the top left the on top your face emoji. and then scroll all the way down. <laughs> Roddy's like, I'm out of here. Scroll all the way down now. Yeah, I did. <laughs> on the bottom. Oh shit! The, oh, what's it. yours? <laughs> November fifteenth, twenty thirteen. Oh. I got you beat, bitch. <laughs> what? April 8th, 2012. Wow. Holy shit, hey, dude. Hey, I got show you me how to do that. <laughs> really? Yeah, June 11th, 2013. Hey, what year Holy do you think shit. I got this one? Oh, shit. What, which one? Uh, or your what account? Year? Yeah. Uh, when were you born? 2006. 2006. Uh, <laughs> hey, this, is my, this is my second account, though. I got Snapchat uh, when he was 2020. Seven. 2017. 2018. 2018. 2018. He's got 600,000. Damn, you That's 100,000 a year. Where, where, you were, where you at, Casey? It's oh, 100,000 100, a year? Yeah, I got 66,000. Yeah. Damn. Damn. 100,000 divided by Dude, I had it in 2012, April of 2012, and I have 246,000. Holy fuck. That's not that bad. Per I mean, day. Yeah. That's per day. I thought I, I thought I said Homeboy's bringing in no, 274 no, no. Dude, snaps a day. Snaps a day. On his second account. On his. No, no, no. A no. day. Dude, a Damn. day. That's Damn. receiving and sending. <laughs> Bro. Okay, it, what's it your second question? Oh, uh, second question is, how do I answer this girl? <laughs> well, that's to him? No, to anyone. Oh, <laughs> what girl? The one who said, I'm sorry, I don't have this number saved. Who is this? Oh, oh I thought. Be like, hey, you don't remember me? Yeah. Like that. I'd be like, what do I say? Mm. Or I just say, oh, mm. the, the. Send her the video no. of the drone guy going through your legs. And then say it's I have Tito. to pee and then let me come back and think about it. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. You know what video I'm talking about? Yeah, it's it's on my old phone, though. I literally <laughs> just got a new phone. Yeah, I got to let everyone know, though, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rodney, what do I say to the, what do I say to this chick? <laughs> he's like, all right. All of a sudden, he's like, he text me back, like, sup, bitch. <laughs> this is the last question of the podcast. So I hit her. She goes, I'm sorry, I don't have this number saved. Who is this? What do I say? Do I just be honest? And I'm like, hey, I'm the guy you gave your number to at the absolutely after the Packer game. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. After the Packers and Buccaneers game. Yeah. She's going to be like, bro, that was like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what if she's oh, like, no, I'm she engaged? Well, not only that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, she doesn't, she don't remember the conversation then either. That's what I'm thinking is that she yeah. doesn't remember yeah, the conversation. Yeah, Here's what you say. You seriously don't know. Just say that. <laughs> you seriously don't know after all we've been through. <laughs> well, you pulled me through. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I'm a big fan. I love that. Uh, that's funny. It's a good one. That is I had a question to ask all you guys. I want to. I want to know what is your favorite race to watch, being there and in the moment. What is your favorite race to watch? like? Class? Yeah. What class is your favorite race? Oh, at, at, at off road. Yeah, at off road. All right. How's that? I think collectively, uh, mine is yeah. Yeah. Right. super right. is short truck. Good? Right. Stock truck. Stock, Stock truck. truck. <laughs> super, super short truck. <laughs> all right. Send yep. it. That one. Because it's dicey, right? Yes, I like it. Well, I, I like mean, it. Tito, Tito hyped it up. Wait, with okay. what? My question was, what is your favorite, in short course off-road, what is your favorite class to watch? 
Oh, super stock. He super said stock super truck. short truck. No, oh, I know dude, he always, this motherfucker, he's like, oh, he's like, is a pro super truck stock? Super, is, is that up? And I'm like, you fucking jackass. Like, to these guys' faces. He's like, what class do you race? The truck, the, the, the super... The super truck? He's like, the, the, the superhero truck? Like, what the fuck? Oh, super like, truck bad. used to be sporty too. I know. Yeah. That's what you bring, bring the sporty two back. That's that the same thing as sporty two. No, no, no. no. But but oh. they used to call sporty two super truck oh. at one point. I almost think the pro two right now is sporty two. Nah, it used to be. Oh yeah. Like three Dude, years Dambido, ago. Ben Wanasega. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. That, that, that was that fun was to watch. That was Pro Two at one point. Almost yeah. going to be Rodney Van Appen. Rodney was almost in Sport. I was too. supposed to be in Sport Two, but there was yeah. a lack of competitors in Pro Two. <laughs> so your dad, once again, <laughs> hey, if I get you a little bit of money from these guys, you go Pro Two Racing, sure. And then I spent about four times that much. What's <laughs> yeah. he sold you on it though? Sold he's a, he's a hell of a salesman. Yeah, yeah, yes. Owen, what's your favorite to watch? Well, the hard part is is. Uh, we don't usually get to watch every single race throughout the day. So there's some classes that I, I didn't even get to watch a single race of last year, but sportsman UTV always brings the entertainment. That's, yeah. That's However, sure. it has, seems like it went downhill this last year. Maybe it's cause pro-am's a thing now yeah. and they're splitting them up a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, the 1600, uh, will fit this class. Like oh. uh, single, single buggy. Single buggy. Yeah. I enjoy that one. That one's good. Yep. Do you um, roll off on that? No, he's in light. He's, yeah, in light. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, moving yeah, to. One. He's moving up though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that one. My though, knowledge is, is way There's off. pretty good competition in that one, and it seems to go back and forth. Uh, yeah. A lot, and of course, I like pro buddies with fits. I like pro am, and I like super stock truck. I always watch super stock truck, and I always watch pro am. Mm-hmm. It's usually a pretty good battle between those two. I love super stock truck, man. They get it. I'm going to give a a cliche answer, but it's pro four, but for different reasons. I mean, it's. You know, I hate to say it. I, I love CJ, but I, I'm rooting for Johnny all the time oh, in that oh, fucking class. I, 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 I mean, I, 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 mean, I mean, thought I you were going to say Jimmy. I was half expecting him to say it too. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I, was I said CJ's going to set all kinds of records, so Johnny needs some more wins. So that's why I'm always I'm always rooting for Johnny. Nothing in there, beats but. the sound of those toys. That nothing though. beats the sound. Nothing beats just wrecking the trucks, like right, just in panels laying everywhere. In like, yeah, you know that committing thing, Tito. How, Jeffrey, uh, how do you? I, I'm, I'm trying to commit I'm to this tra- girl right I'm now, bro. Trying to commit, <laughs> trying. There's effort there. Yeah. Wait, I got one more question. Are you guys building anything new this year? All your guys' cars were for sale. You always build new cars. What's new for next year? Anything? Three new cars. Three new. Three. And then, then revamping his MAO car. Did you yep. sell all turbo, your other turbo stuff? No, I got. I still got both turbo cars. Um, I don't know why we're. we're I mean, if, if someone comes along and wants them, I'm going to sell them probably, but you know, he's running well, MAO already. Are you going to run turbo at MAO too? Maybe if you got probably extra Probably not. Car? If, if we don't sell the turbos, we'll cross that bridge. We got to save them for Ve- well, Vegas, oh, yeah. get through that. And then we'll see what, see what happens with MAO and stuff. But, but yeah, it's uh three new cars. It's Fitz building again. Yeah. Sweet. So. Cool. Yeah, it's it's uh if we hang on to them, maybe we'll go race MAO since we're going there anyway. But it would be three separate cars from Champ Cars at MAO, our old turbo cars and his old MAO car. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, not, there's nothing Champ wrong with f- three MAO cars. How much does it cost to rent them? Well, you can't fit. So. No, no, yeah. but I'm just saying if we can modify them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if someone wanted to come rent one for a weekend, would you do it? Yeah, I don't know. 
Well, for like a one-off. You, you know what it's like. I know what it's like. Jump on it. gets cartwheel. I know. I asked you, not me. My insurance will cover it. Got a car accident tonight. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a freshie. I get it, but what is the point of three new ones? What's wrong with the two you got? Poa. Well, I mean, we're always we're always. No, that's a good question. I honestly, but. We, we usually, I, I think the economy right now and the interest rates are not good and election year coming up isn't helping anything, but we nonstop every year besides this year, we have people fighting over our cars. And I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We usually ask pretty premium dollar, but at the same token, if you ever built one from scratch, you'd know why we asked yep. that. And we yeah. put like CJ, we put the best parts. It doesn't really matter what, I don't want to say it doesn't matter what they cost, but Within if there's reason. a better part out there, right. you're putting it on there Within and, that, reason. and that's yep. our cars. Yep. So for us, we go, all right, if I can get premium dollar for this car and build another one, yeah, it's still going to cost me more than what I get for it. I guarantee you, but we can be fresh everything first is taking the car back and putting just about new everything in yep. it, you know? That so, yeah. and every year you're, you're trying to evolve and you think you reinvented the wheel, you know, usually until the first race and it, you don't <laughs> kick everybody's ass like you thought you're going to, yeah. but, mm. but you're like, okay, if I stick all that in an old car or I sell it and stick the new ideas into the new car is the theory behind yeah. it. But your dad said the same thing on the one that he was on here about your pro four is like, well, it brought some income into the, the business of the race program yep. to keep growing and get better, you know? Yeah. Well, you learn okay. things. It's essentially too. what like Keegan does. Yes. Yeah. He will build a pro two, race it. Sell and it. then he's, yeah. And then he'll sell it and then build a new one and then sell Helps it. Pay for everything. And then, yeah, it's every once in a while he'll keep it yeah. and then race it one more time and then sell it. Yeah. So, this is probably the longest he's kept a protein. Well, you sit there and right weigh, weigh out the factors, right? It's going to cost me this much to build a new one, but okay, I get this much for the old one, and what's going to benefit me financially, yeah. you know? Yeah. Dude, 274 snaps a day. <laughs> we, we did the We did the math. 274 snaps a Damn, day is dude, average. thumbs just got to be sore. Bad. Bro, lifetime? Bro. You lock up your okay. phone when you're punched in. Life, <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> but here's the thing. If he sends out 10, he's getting in 264. So okay, How many unreds do you have right now? Not many. 38. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is it? Lifetime. Yeah. He averages 300. 56. 56 oh my gosh. I just haven't. Okay, but here's the thing on Snapchat. If you, you like snap back ever, you know how you can open for 20 people at one time, click select all. Takes you about what, 30 seconds? No, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Wait, what? Wait, what? what? Show this. <laughs> Dude, show <laughs> Dude, it should be washing you. It's at your job. Dude, you just Rodney open like two people, the whole time. <laughs> take a picture, send two, select all, and it sends. Oh. To everybody in your Snapchat sick. that you open. Nice. I don't ever have that many people, but it's sick. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that you send like that per day 50 on average. People? That's, That's you? So does that mean you snapped a picture of yourself that many times in a day? No, no, no. He just, he just sent 50 people the same picture. Oh. I didn't do it to all, everyone. I just yeah. opened a but, few, but, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as an resp- example, like you can open 10 and send 10 of them the same picture? Yeah. You ain't have it. Were you having the exact same conversation with all 10 people? Well, you're not typing in them all the time. What are you okay, doing for? Back up a second. Are these oh, are these snaps going to guys or girls? <laughs> it's everybody. So yes. everybody. again, so yes. if, so mostly <laughs> how would you So if if fifty <laughs> people, if fifty <laughs> people, like if you wake up and fifty people have snapped you, that counts as fifty. Yeah, right? because fifty when of them you came open. Even them. if you don't respond, it counts as fifty. Right. Yeah. Snaps received and snaps sent. 
Yeah, so you, that's the total scores. Like all, so like if you could go in and see, it's like okay, what'd you receive? His received I, may be like. Well, are here you, sure? you can split it up. Sure. Yeah. So are so you? Two hundred eighty-four yeah. snaps sent or viewed. Three hundred thirteen snaps received. One hundred and thirteen. So every time you add your story, it adds one to your snap score too. So I'm trying to just understand this whole thing. <laughs> Basically, we're trying to justify why he has this many snaps. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I, I always ask. I always ask like the young driver. So I've asked like Riker. I've asked. Um, Ben hiding and uh and then obviously for him then I was like I was like oh I want I want to end no like the snap score because again the they're, they're guns, 17 yeah, yeah they're 17 the they're 16 guns. whatever so yeah but nobody texts or I calls anymore Riker no, has like on. snapchat Riker has like 2.3 million or oh something like that oh my gosh that's not good that's Ben hiding has I think 600,000 as well but, or, or, okay or, or, my 600, he has a million I'm sorry he has my like 600,000 is on his second account probably the least out of but the first one only had like 50,000 so really it's really or almost 700,000 yeah but Everyone, He's like, everyone else in the school, like, damn. Everyone else in the school, 90% of the school is over a million. <laughs> so, so, so is it all about Holy the score? Be imagine imagine if know. we had snapback. There's not day. a lot to do in Freedom High School. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> is it all about the score then? Is what yeah, I'm most at? people just it's go for the score. score. Yeah. And then like also like every, it seems like everyone gets a new chick, new week, you know? No, we don't. We don't. I'm working. I'm working on one. What do you mean? What do you mean a week? Tito would be good with one every three months. Yeah. But then, like, when all these dudes are getting new chicks, they're just snapping them all day, which is why mine. This sounds like that guy that hatched it that grew that surfer dude. Came up and so pitted. But that's why mine's so low, because I'm not. I'm not chasing. He's like, I'm not He's chasing old, the same no. one. He's chasing the Zero. same one. Zero. 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 That's but a lie. Yeah. Oh, okay, no. let's oh, go to yeah. let's go to your first one and snap or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> 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 your mom is gonna be proud of you. <laughs> You're holding tough. It's okay. Yeah. It's well, tough out here, huh? It's tough times. The crowd tough times. is tough here at the Impulse Media. Yeah. But all right, well, we're three and a half hours in, so we need to shut her down. But thank you guys for listening. This is, I don't even know what episode, continuously listening to us for three hours. Everyone, thank you. If you want to be on it, let me know. Let Tito, let Jeffrey know. Um, Rodney Owen, thanks for being a part of it. Mm -hmm. You're listening to the Off Season Show presented by Impulse Media. We'll be back next week at King of the Hammers. King of Hammers. Stay.